You're listening to Tara Lynn's A Geek Saga podcast. This episode features audio from a previously aired live video webcast. All right, we are live. Um, Oh gosh, so it is Sunday, August 20th, which means two weeks from now, it will be uh, kind of nearing the end of Dragon Con, uh, which is, oh no, I'm doing that thing. I always have to, I always, I, I've got the live chat, the, the, pay, the event page open in the background so that if anybody's watching, they can join in on the live chat to ask questions and stuff. And I never can get it to pause fast enough to not do the stupid double uh, sound thing. Um, so anyway, uh, DragonCon will be ending about two weeks from today, which is sad. But for now, um, we are here to talk uh, all things DragonCon. Like, mostly I wanted to do this because there's a lot of podcasts and stuff out there from people who've been going to DragonCon for decades and decades, and they have such a wealth of knowledge and everything. Um, but they may not really like follow all the things that, you know, at least my friends and I kind of love to do and whatnot. So I thought it would be fun to do a, uh, what I'm calling drinking con episode of a webcast where we talked about dragon con tips and tricks for new people, for people who've been attending a while. Um, you know, and, and also just kind of go through a bit like what we're all going to be doing this year. So uh, I'm Tara. And again, this is the Drinking Con uh, pre Dragon Con 2017 webcast for Woo-hoo. newbies and old timers alike. Mm. Um, and I might, might is the operative word here, try to make this a podcast uh, that does involve quite a bit of work that I might not have time for the next couple weeks, but in case I do make this a podcast and you listen to it as such, uh, please excuse any technical difficulties um, and or references to things that seem nonsensical because, you know, we might say things that you would only understand if you're watching the uh, webcast on YouTube. So anyway, again, I'm Tara, uh, also known as a geek saga on Twitter and, uh, Instagram and Facebook. Um, my YouTube channel is a mess, so don't even look at my username on that. Um, and I am here with several friends. I've got uh, Becca of uh, Star Bunny Cosplay, and she also writes uh, for the Geekyary with me. And then I have uh, Ashley, who is Podcast of Ice and Fire, and also Small Council for Ice and Fire Con, um, and Keith, who is longtime Ice and Fire Con attendee, who's kind of off off to the side there, just slightly, just half participating. <laughs> um, and last of all, we have, but not, but not least, we have Andrew, who... Uh, isn't really he like like Keith? You don't really have a big you know online presence or whatever. But uh, Andrew's super involved with DragonCon. He's been attending uh, since like 2013. I think. 2013. You got it. And uh, he goes. He's on panels uh, this year with me. Yay Woo! and whatnot. So so yeah, that is us. And um, again, if you are watching this live, feel free to utilize the uh, live chat on the YouTube webpage because I will be monitoring that. Um, and yeah, so I guess we'll just jump right in. Um, <laughs> yeah, hold on, I, I'm about to cough or I need to... 
There we go. Um, so I have bronchitis, uh, which is like Uh-oh. a great thing to have before Dragon Con, but at least it's before. Con crud. Yeah. It's like, wow. <laughs> it's pre-con con crud. Uh, so yeah, um, hopefully this will be gone by the time I get there. Um, I am on medicine. That's a plus. But yeah, um, so we're going to jump right into this and talk about first things first, 2017 registration. Woo-hoo. So I was super excited because I heard on the ESO podcast, um, which, by the way, if you've never listened to ESO, uh, you really should. They do tons of cool stuff, including their uh, Dragon Con report, which runs for like six months, I think, leading up to Dragon Con. They do like one or two a month. Um, Plus or minus, yeah. Yeah, and and they're great guys. I've known them for years, uh, you know, in person and everything. Um, and their podcast, it's one of the ones that I suggest to everybody who is a Dragon Con noob. Um, but yeah, so they, I heard on there that registration was going to be in the Hilton. Let all the people rejoice, right? It's so exciting. Except, Andrew, what did you hear? What, well, uh, when I was listening to the 50 Days of Dragon Con podcast, which is another good podcast, it's not actually um, 50 podcasts. They usually do about 30. Um, but they had an interview with Dan Carroll, who's the media director for Dragon Con. And he said he was going to post some information on the media site. So when I turned to that site, it said, just kidding, it is actually still at the Sheridan. So uh, subsequently, other podcasts have released updates saying this information was wrong. It's still at the Sheridan. Um, they plan on confirming that and re-releasing that. I'm sure the ESO podcast will update that as well and make an announcement. But uh, that appears to have been a false alarm, unfortunately, <sighs> because nobody likes the climb to the Hilton. Or sorry, to the Sheridan. Well, it's <laughs> Andrew. You, it's just that you can't get there and back through the habit trails or anything. So you, no matter right. what, you are stuck walking outside in the heat and likely up and down hills. Um you know, to get there. So, uh, yeah. See, I always had assumed that it was, they purposely did that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I always assumed that they purposely put it at the Sheridan just to make sure everyone knew where the Sheridan was because I feel like a lot of people would not even realize where it was if they weren't forced to And that's go fine. There. They don't have to go there. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. It seems like good planning in that sense, but... <laughs> Well, yeah. Becca, this year you don't have to go to the Sheridan. I don't. Uh, no, because uh, press badge pickup is in the Hyatt. Still, has it? Out- Wait, has it always? It's been in the Hyatt. It's always been in the Hyatt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll probably not- like. I have not had to go to the Sheridan for years now, y'all. But I still hike there and back with my friends because I, I feel like it's a why. sort of it's a sort of rite of passage every year at Dragon Con. Uh, like if well, they all have to, if they all have to do it, I have to do it. The rite of passage is stopping at that liquor store on the way back. Yes, but which R.I.P. R.I.P. Yeah. Liquor store. Oh. We'll, we'll get into that in a minute. Um, <laughs> along with there's a bunch of new news for this year that's very pertinent. Uh, but yeah, um, so speaking of registration, boo, it's in the in the Sheridan still. Um, so four day passes are the only ones still available online. Um, they were selling Saturday and Sunday passes online uh, through like the 18th. Um, but like right now, uh, and listen, like there's Dragon Con, there's some excuse where it's like harder for them to deal with the paperwork end of things for people buying badges online right now. So as of a couple days ago or whatever, they the price went from 140 to 160. But if you haven't bought your badge yet, you can buy it on site for $140. And like, 
if you bring cash, you can wait in the usually much faster cash line. Now, if the cash line is longer than the credit line, just use your credit card or debit card. Uh, I, I, I'm really confused as to why I, those... I, I do think I heard somebody say, and this has always perplexed me too, Tara, but I think I actually heard the answer was something about sending it to the printers and something of their relationship with the printers who print the badges. Oh, that makes why sense. Why it's so confusing for them with the online setup versus the in-person when it comes down to the wire. I think already in a couple of days, they're going to send them to the printers. So. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's why, like, that's why we don't like for ice and firecom. We don't even print people's names on the badges. That may change in the future, but I mean, that's why we've been using stickers for years because it's just it's easier for us to spend you know to get a few volunteers together and spend twenty minutes putting. And granted, we're much much smaller. I can't Dragon Con can't do this. I get it, but uh, you know, it's easier for us to spend a bit of time putting stickers on the badges versus you know, having and, to and granted it is, it is still a wraparound sticker. You know, this is not on the actual, uh, on right. the actual pass, but, um, but yeah, once again, when you have so many people, I mean, they're, they're anticipated this year was, uh, between 72 and 80. I mean, I don't know how much of that is counting the parade. I don't know if the buildings can physically fit 80,000 people. No, they can't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they, well, maybe they, now that they're in the, the, um, American mark. Right. Right. And the Hilton, the Hilton did have an upgrade, so maybe they can't fit that many. But but the one thing the one thing is is that now because there's so many, I guess a lot of things are on Thursday, which is why there are Thursday passes. Yeah, yeah, which is so weird to me. Um, for those of you who've not been to DragonCon before, there's always been events on Thursday night, but most of them, I, if they were official, they were like I don't even know, you know, like the. Bunny Hutch, I guess, has been official for a while, but like a lot of the activities that go on Thursday night, even if they're advertised the whole time, they're not necessarily official. Um, but like events, there's been like parties, but not like an actual event. Yeah, yeah. So um, it's a bit odd to me that they're doing, uh, you know, you no know, Thursday passes this year that people would actually pay for just a Thursday pass. Um, I think it's more that they want to get the normal people out of the hotels because Thursday night kind of like skimpy costume night. Like it's all the parties that involve skimpy costumes. And I've have heard a lot of people complaining about, you know, getting harassed on Thursday and not having issues other nights, but Thursday being especially bad with creepers. Yeah. So yeah, that's the football people. Yeah. The, the people who come for the football game and just want to come in to look at girls who are dressed scantily. I guess. I, y'all, I guess I'm lucky because like I've never had an issue with the football people. I've actually had some of my best like rando conversations with people who were there for football and not for Dragon Con. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know why that is the case. Like I don't know how I'm that lucky. Um, because I know that it's true. I know that people have had tons of issues with random outsiders including the football game attendees whatever um like i just i I guess i've been lucky most of my dragon con issues have been with people who were there for dragon con (laughs) um i've had a few issues but i think it was dragon con people too yeah yeah and once again yeah i didn't mean to to single them out that was just what i saw in media and what i heard from oh yeah yeah, do you remember i I didn't i'm sorry i I was just gonna say i didn't think about it like that that it could just be that they want to get people out of the hotels Um, i I, like it's a little bit of an annoyance because i'm used to not having to carry my badge with me thursday night but you know i'm okay with it it's just now that now that i think about it the more i think about it i guess the more i'm like 
chill with the fact that, I mean, Khan is literally, it, it, everybody's been saying Wednesday is the new Thursday for so long that we might as well start the con on Thursday officially. Yeah, maybe. Even, I agree. Even though the dates still say Friday, like the first or whatever. But, but the store opens. The store is open on Thursday at 8 a.m. I mean, if yeah. you're going by that. True, and, true. And, and once again, I mean, if you look at the list, they um, Reddit posted a crowdsourced um, schedule, which is sort of all the yep. ones that have been released um, separately put together into a schedule. And if you kind of throw together just some of the major items, I mean, it's some significant stuff. You've got the um, wrestling. I mean, like I heard they have like Ric Flair this year, which I guess is a throwback. <laughs> and then you have the Bunny Hutch, Woo! the Labyrinth Ball, the 8-Bit Ball. There's Geek Trivia. And there's a, like, I think, four or five panels. So, um, I mean, that's that's a good amount of stuff for Thursday night. I mean, it's it's not it's much more than I remember in 2013, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, the wrestling stuff, um, I think... I don't know if it's new, but I, I feel like last they, year was the first year it was okay. There. Okay, yeah, like it's it's existed before, but I didn't I didn't think it would hit that on Thursday for at, at all if for very long. Tara, yeah, look what I found in my bed. <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> in your bed, it's, it's closed. It's no, I've been I've been working on my cosplays in my bed, and uh, you know it's just my house sigil at this point. I'm just gonna wear a t shirt that says House Becca. Yeah, uh, random aside, guys, be a good Dragon Con or just general convention slash hotel roommate and don't leave sewing needles and open safety pins all over the place. I've actually heard of someone having to be hospitalized because they stepped on a needle in their room. Well, (laughs) this is what I did recently. Um, I I know you can't really tell because it's... I slashed my palm open with a scalpel because I was using a scalpel instead of scissors to cut the lighting out of my Elena jacket. And um, anyway, um, and I've also got second degree burns on my hands. So it's <laughs> <Don't we all>? <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah. So, so Thursday passes our thing uh, is <laughs> now that, since Wednesday's been the new Thursday for a while, now Wednesday is Thursday. So Wednesday is Wednesday is Wednesday. Uh, so is Tuesday the new Wednesday? That's what I want to know. Um, I think it'll be years before that is the case, but I do know. I'm guessing next year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I know a good amount of people who have been coming on when uh, on Tuesday for a couple years now. So I feel like that number is going to grow. I mean, this year I'm staying. I'm getting there midday Wednesday and staying until Tuesday morning. So, mm-hmm. and, and honestly, like at the, that's probably what I'm going to do next year too. Um, Mostly because I don't feel like checking out of the hotel on Mondays anymore. But anyway, um, so next I wanted to get into like new stuff for 2017. And when I mean new, when I say new stuff, I mean like general new stuff that is important uh, for people who even have been attending Dragon Con for a long time because there have been several changes pretty recently, um, you know, that people are going to have to deal with. I, this this one isn't a big deal, but it's just kind of a, a thing that people may not know. I know that there have been people who have often just gone, you know, to to the MARTA stations in Atlanta, in the Atlantic airport and refilled their blue uh, breeze cards to get to and from downtown. You can't use those anymore. So if you have a blue breeze card that you've been refilling for God knows how long um, at the airport in Atlanta, like shoot, I think I still have one, even though I haven't used it 
in a very, very long time. Um, but if you have a blue one, you might as well just throw it out because uh, you're going to have to purchase a new gray one. It's like two bucks. It, it's, it's like any you know public transportation. They changed the pass. So now you just buy a new card and load it up with your fare. Um, I know that... Uh, the past couple of years, people have tended to take uh, Uber or Lyft from the airport. Which is reported to be a hot mess this year. Yep. Yeah. Um, I, like, I know I shared the link in the DragonCon Facebook group, and I, I'm sure, like, mm-hmm. Ashley and Keith, or, well, Ashley, you, you've been driving me. Keith, have you been taking Uber, or do you take the MARTA? I took uh, the MARTA twice, so I think. There's my dog. Yeah, Marta twice, and uh, I took a cab one year too, and and I don't recall that being a problem. I, I no, think it's I walked. Changed, no, it's it, it. They changed it this like just within the past. Um, even, the, even the cabs are pushed. Oh, no. Yeah, no, 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 no. no. It was yeah, yeah. the door and I got a cab. And this and this is part of the broader movement to hate on Uber and Lyft. Yeah. I mean, for the longest yeah. time, even here in Orlando locally, uh, Uber wasn't allowed to pick up from the airport. Now they are, but in a designated area that's further, and they have to charge more. So Atlanta is doing something like that to try to discriminate against Uber and Lyft and, and incentivize cabs. So I mean, once again, it, it's going to be I mean, messy. Supposedly, they're like the city is, or, or the air, the city and or the airport or the government, whatever. Somebody in the article that I read, they're claiming that it's due to massive construction around the airport, and how like having all the ride shares and the cabs picking up in the same place was was just too much or whatever. Yeah. I mean, again, I don't know how true never, that is or right. how much of an excuse it is. <laughs> But for people who have in the like in the recent past, the past couple of years, because I think Uber and Lyft have been running from the Atlanta airport since 2015. Um, so who, if you've been taking those, just be aware that now you have to move, walk all the way to the economy lot. Um, I, I, it's hard, I can't explain to you how to get there now, but it's it's a hike. You have to walk like across the, you know, out of the terminal or whatever, across a you know, road, there's crosswalks, obviously, and through a parking garage, and then go down, like, to the ground, uh, to the economy lot, and if you've got a bunch of luggage, uh, you don't want to do that, Um, just take the MARTA, especially, I mean, even, I've kind of always said, if you're going during rush hour, you might as well take the MARTA anyway, because otherwise you're likely to get stuck in traffic for an hour um, or more, but, uh, but yeah, it, it, the downtown traffic there, it's horrible. Yes. Yeah. Well, and, and, and also I'm hearing that whatever they did, and I don't like, I don't know if it's going to be fixed prior to Dragon Con, but whatever they did when they moved the pickup, they like didn't handle it properly. And I like, I saw a post on Reddit where somebody was saying like during busy times, people are having to wait upwards of an hour for a ride share, um, which is insane. Yeah, and, and I think all of us here, right, at some point or another, have taken Marta even for a short distance. I mean, it's it's. No. Oh, Becky, you haven't. Okay, well, it, it, it's it's pretty reliable, safe, cheap. You know, I've never had any issues with Marta. I've taken it out of all like what this will be five. So, I've taken it four years for various reasons. So, I mean, I've never had any issues with Marta. Yeah, I've I've not taken it to Dragon Con or whatever, but I've I've taken it around like outside of Atlanta, like outside of downtown before and whatnot. Um, and I've never had an issue like, and it, it drops off at the Peachtree Center, which is like right next to, it's basically right next to the Hyatt. So, um, so yeah, it's, it's at this point, it's probably your easiest, safest 
you know, bet to just grab Marta and not worry about how long you, I mean, it's like maybe people won't have to wait as long for Uber or Lyft, but I feel like right now it's a chance that some people may not want to take. Yeah, I was just wondering, is there a sweet spot of like the amount of bags you have where like you feel like you have too many for Marta, but you you have enough for a cab, you know, so I I don't know, though. I I feel like if I'm flying, I'm not bringing, you know, six bags. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I, I guess it depends on how I guess it depends on what airline you're flying. I would assume most people aren't bringing more than two check in check yeah checked bags and a carry on, but Right. Or, or two carry-ons and a checked bag, but you never know. With your experience taking Marta with big suitcases, easy, hard? Uh, again, like I, I took Marta twice, and I think I've had two suitcases both years, and it wasn't a problem at all. It wasn't that, but I guess maybe it had to do with the times I arrived, too, because I think both times Super I early. Yeah, kind of early. I want to say like I, I won like 9 uh, or 10, I, and it wasn't bad at all. So after morning rush hour, before <laughs> lunch rush hour, I yeah. guess. And even when it's rush hour, I did it once during rush hour, and um, the people were accommodating. They saw me with bags. They didn't, you know, they they made up some space. I mean, people in Atlanta are generally friendly, so I, I mean, they're not gonna. They're not. It's not New York. They're not gonna try to shove yeah. you. <laughs> no offense to New Yorkers out there. I mean, I think I think people in Atlanta they know Dragon Con. Yeah, and and they're. I mean, honestly, it brings so much money to the city that why like. I get that there's probably some locals who hate it, but eh. <laughs> um, all right. So other things that have changed the, the only other thing I noted that, and, and you guys may know other things. I, I know Andrew, you've, you've read up on some stuff. The only other thing I noted is that they're um, like big warning, warning, the liquor store across from the Sheridan is closed. Single Sad tier. face. Yeah. <laughs> like, really, that's, I mean, honestly, I've always brought my own stuff to Dragon Con because I've always driven. So it's like never been a thing for me. But like, it's sad that that place, is, it's existed forever. I mean, as long as I've been going to Dragon Con. And, I feel and like every Dragon Con is when they're making their year's worth of money. Yes. <laughs> yeah. we can it, is the, it is the Halloween store of booze. <laughs> 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 it's like this really tiny store like a corner almost like the size of a gas station and it's just like dragon con weekend it's packed i have some very good memories at that liquor store of running out of a certain type of booze going there to get it paying way too much cursing about it <laughs> yeah. ending up having a good time because i bought that booze yeah so. exactly um and and i actually there is a uh liquor store pretty close a block and a half away. Um, it, it's actually, it's, it's on a, like a corner. I feel like I've, I've been there once and it's on a corner and it's on peach tree, but it is very tiny. The selection is even, it's like smaller than the sh- one by the Sheridan. The selection is even more limited and it's expensive, more like expensive. more expensive than the Sheridan one is. So uh, is this, is this the one that we were going to do street shots outside of Keith? And they told us that we couldn't do that. The police officer said no. Street no, we that was, that was CBS. Yeah. That was outside of the CBS. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Street show. Street Street this isn't Vegas Stadium or New Orleans, no. guys. Now my birthday is in three days, and I'm celebrating at Dragon Con. Everybody to plan accordingly. I feel like half my friends' birthdays are around this time. They're either right before, during, or right after Dragon God. Like, Way to cheapen my birthday, Tara. Jeez. I mean, I, I'm a Leo, so I'm really. close, but not not that close. <laughs> um. So yeah. Uh, R.I.P. 
high, uh, like like the little Sheraton across from the Sheraton liquor store. I think it was the Saul, the Saul, Saul, Saul. Um, yes, yeah. yeah, Souls, Souls. I, I, I always felt like it was the guy's name, but I guess it could have been Soul, like Sun. Like it was S O L apostrophe S. Oh, yeah. Um, Is this where we got the first year we went and we were all dressed up as? I know Keith was wearing his Muldoon. It's, yeah, we stopped, we, we stopped there and we stopped at the CVS uh, as per the. No, 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 I mean, like, is that the one that's closed, though? The one that we. Yes, stopped? yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, that's, does anybody else, has anybody else heard of any other big things that are new change for I this mean, year? I'm, I would just mention, I, I sort of mentioned it in, in passing, but the, the, the parking panda thing that works for the Hyatt, um, that is already actually sold out of their five day parking passes already. Um, so if anyone wants to do that, that's for the, um, garages and such in the neighborhood of the Hyatt. It's not the most affordable. It's actually pretty expensive. I think the um, four-day pass, which is the one they have left, is um, uh, I think it is, I wrote it down, $61. And a two-day pass is $31. That's expensive. It's less expensive than paying $35 a day um, for valet, but um, there are better options. Once again, you can park at the Marta station. That's nothing new, but the app is something new for this year. And it's already pretty much sold out. So that tells you what you can expect for DragonCon yeah. <laughs> in terms yeah. of size. So. Yeah. I know somebody, I, I was going back and forth with somebody recently about whether or not any of the hotels allowed self-parking. Supposedly the Marriott does. But um, I mean, I, I don't know that because I haven't checked, like I haven't stayed at the Marriott. But I know that the Hyatt... I've been checking in on Wednesday since 2013 and I've never had them not force me to use valet. Marriott, Marriott attendee last year did not have the option. We actually asked explicitly, can we drive ourselves in a self park? They did not give us that option. So, I mean, maybe if I insisted or something, but we're, we're at the new hotel that they opened hotel indigo yeah i'm kind of excited like to see how it is and see how it goes i've stayed at hotel indigos before and they're really nice especially for i mean granted the hotel indigo for dragon con weekend is i'm sure way more expensive than it normally is but usually they're a very affordable option if you want to stay somewhere like for a good price that's still a really nice hotel and last year they had just opened like a month or less before dragon con so it's still a really new hotel um, yeah. And it's a perfect location because it's right there on Peachtree, you know, between the Weston and the yeah. Hyatt. So, yeah. Um, I mean, really, like at this point, the biggest perks of staying in a host hotel are if you're in the Hyatt or the Marriott or the Hilton, they're all connected by habit trails. And of course, you get DragonCon TV. But now you, oh, that's another new thing. You can you can get DragonCon TV. You can subscribe to it. It's like ten bucks or something. Was that last year as well? I forget. I, they, I think they, it was yeah, it existed last year, but it was in um, it was in beta, so it was like really limited. They hadn't you know figured out what all they were going to put on it yet and stuff. So uh, they definitely have. They're opening it up to more people, and it's going to have a lot more content this year. Um, so, like, if you really, are, if you aren't staying at a host hotel, and Dragon Con TV is like one of the reasons you really wanted to, you can pay ten bucks. And, and I don't know. I, I I think it's I think it's pretty entertaining. Tara. I mean, considering they are all volunteers, they put in a lot of work into those you know black screen quotes they they put up, which always tend to make me laugh really really oh, hard. No, I love Dragon Con TV. Okay, I'll be hard on it. 
No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not like hating on DragonCon TV at all. <laughs> I love DragonCon TV. I just, it's it, like for there have been. I've known people who have literally said like that's the most disappointing thing about not getting a host hotel is not sure. having DragonCon TV. That I don't understand. Sure. Um, sure. Honestly, but, like my opinion is like if you're a cosplayer, that's the main reason you want a host hotel because costumes yeah. and travel not good. But honestly, otherwise. Like, there's another pocket of hotels, you know, where the Holiday Inn Express was and everything. Like, honestly, I'd say if you weren't worried about costumes, you would just try to get those hotels. It'll save so much money and so much hassle. It's just like, if you're a cosplayer, that's when you want to be able to get to your room quickly for shoe changes, costume changes, what have you. Yeah. My transition to, to from not cosplaying to cosplaying is correlated with how close I stayed to the con. Yeah. You know, the more costumes I had, you know, the closer to the con I wanted to stay until I am in the heart of the beast now. So tell me where I'm at. <laughs> I still, yeah, I, I like, it would be cool to stay in the Marriott, but I, like, I'm super happy with the Hyatt because um, I've been, A, I've been staying there for years and years and B, it's just, uh, it's, it's a little bit more chill uh, it's easier to get in and out. It's easier to get to my room, um, even with the crappy high elevator situation. But, uh, but yeah, like the Marriott would definitely be like a close second choice if I wasn't. Uh, I, I stayed in the Marriott once. I, I enjoyed it, but we were on a floor that you could use the stairs for. So I think that probably right. helped us with that. Um, like, same, same here. Uh, tell I, them I, you have really bad vertigo. <laughs> you can get a lower level floor. And, and and I put it in my like Marriott, you know, requests, you know, automatic. So it's it's always low low floor for me. <laughs> yeah. There are, there are tricks. <laughs> I feel bad telling people that I kind of want to keep it here myself. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> there are tricks to getting the lower floors. Um, or yeah, the, the biggest one is show up early. <laughs> <laughs> that helps too. Go in on Wednesday and ask. Yeah. Um, all right, so moving on from like new stuff for 2017. Uh, how's that app going? <laughs> oh, drink! <laughs> drink. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, now that we've all taken a okay, but well, I've taken a healthy swig. Yeah, but seriously though, there is the 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 crowdsourced uh, schedule is really good. They did a really good job. I actually kind of went through and looked at some of the things, and they've they've put most of the things in there right now. And um, I think they, they, the folks who were responsible for making the app said that they should have it out, um, you know, at least five or six days before the con, but don't hold it. Which is just crazy. Like, listen, I, at this point with, it's so much, if you're a member of the Facebook groups or follow the Facebook pages for the tracks that you're most interested in, um, you know, and then like Andrew, you mentioned earlier, somebody on Reddit is, you know, and I, I saw this as well. Someone on Reddit is crowdsourcing, you know, a schedule. Like you can get indivi- certain individual scra- track schedules like a couple weeks, like two to four weeks in advance. Uh, some four weeks. Ago, I mean, yeah, I, I've, I've, I've had it for two, two and a half weeks for some. I mean, yeah, I've, I've had it for like four for, um, I think as a panelist, I've had it for about four. Of course, it's always right. subject to change, but, um, you know, so, so it is easier to get those tra- certain track schedules now that pretty much all of the tracks have active Facebook groups and or pages. Um, I remember like 2013, 2014, a lot of them didn't. And like, 
I mean, honestly, even now, some of their Twitters haven't been updated in a year or more. Yes. Uh, some of their, their don't their, even try using the DragonCon webpage. Just yeah, yeah. The the, the track yeah. websites. Some of them are just like lead to dead links. Some of them haven't been updated since 2014. <laughs> it's it's crazy. Um, and I know it's shocking. Like, I I run like four websites. I know it's uh hard. It, like it's time consuming to update one, let alone you know, all those tracks or to update only one, whatever. But um, I don't know, man, that's what volunteers are for. Utilize your volunteers. Uh, and there, there's no reason why when we get this, it can't have tentative, you know, dates and everything else in the, in the progress report, you know, that yeah. just that tells you a major highlight. I mean, that was something I really was disappointed about the progress report was that you didn't get a basic backbone of, okay, here are the major things we have that we can tell you that reliably happen almost every year. And we yeah. can tell you what date they're on. You but, know? Like the, the track parties. Those are, I feel are, are big events yes. that would be scheduled well ahead of time because they use the biggest rooms and whatnot. <laughs> and they're still kind of waiting for a, like, it used to be really easy to, to figure out when and at least when the track parties were going to be, if not where. But no, I, I think like a couple years ago for a couple years ago is when they started changing everything. But before that, the track parties were the same nights and the same places every year for years on end. Um, you know, I, I mean, and even now, like the zombie prom, okay. The apocalypse rising track has been in the Westin for as long as I've been going to dragon con, which is since 2012. So, you know, the zombie prom is always in the Westin and it's always on Friday night. And that still hasn't changed. Um, they have a new DJ this year. Uh, no. they, <laughs> they, um, their former DJ who they've used for a long time uh, couldn't make it to Dragon Con for some reason. It, you know, is it nothing bad or anything. Just just this year could not make it. Um, and because I'm on a couple panels with the track, I had been like really closely following their Facebook and everything. And I saw that they were looking for a DJ. So I uh, got the wonderful girl, Shannon, who runs the Apocalypse Rising track in touch with my friend Adam, who has done after parties for... Um, Megacon Tampa Bay and Tampa Bay Comic Con down here. And uh, so he's going to be DJing the Zombie Prom, which I'm like, I actually may go to the Zombie Prom for a bit this year just to like uh, support my buddy who's DJing it. Um, but he's he's really good. So I'm super excited because the, the Dragon Con DJs for a long time have been, it's like they use the same people every year and a lot of them are kind of, eh? And all the parts yeah. sound the same. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and, and I kind of mentioned that to Adam. So, uh, you know, <clears throat> and, and, and I had a blast, like I said, at, I, I went to the Megacon Tampa last year after a party and had a blast. Uh, like he did some of the stuff that you're used to hearing at convention parties, like the, the remixes with the nerdy songs mm -hmm. and stuff. But like, as a whole, it was, it was just it was better than most of the parties I've been to Dragon Con, at Dragon Con, like music. And you, so. it was at the, it's at the Westin. Yes, yeah. yeah. The, the Westin ones are the are my favorite. I think that has like the best kind of uh, party atmosphere. I yeah, don't the, know, the, the heroes. The, when they moved the heroes and villains one there, I was like, at first I was unsure about it. 
but um, like I've had a good time at the Heroes and Villains Ball and the past. That has years. been tentatively confirmed for Saturday at the Weston. So okay. that, is, that is one of the ones that's tentatively confirmed, along with um, a couple others. You know, the I'm so excited for Saturday. On Friday. I know that, but um, big yeah, one that's is uh sorry the mechanical ma- mechanical masquerade steampunk one i usually hit up that that is at the sheridan it's confirmed to yeah. be at the sheridan yep. so this will be my first well, time uh bunny hutch is at the hilton really oh okay was it there it wasn't there last year no, it was at the marriott. marriott they oh, moved it to a bigger room at the hilton um mm-hmm. if it's but let's be real room, that's awesome. i mean let's be real guys like we went into the bunny hutch party for like 20 minutes if that last exactly year. yeah so like it's yeah. really one of those walk in and make an appearance because you're in a bunny hutch costume and then go fucking find your friends and drink yeah. like uh, um, i feel like we got a shot for the competition this year if we get our whole group together. oh yeah we yeah. have a lot of people yeah we're, we're doing good this year i'm still I trying love- to get rachel to do clove yeah. yeah, I mean, um, we'll talk after the after the webcast. But yeah, so so we'll talk more. There's more to to say about parties or whatever. Um, and like, I'm frustrated with the fact that I am a little frustrated with the fact that the app is so late coming out. Like, mm-hmm. this is the this year and last year were so much later than every previous year. The first year I had the app, I can't remember if it was 2012 or 2013, but it was out like almost a month in advance. It was. Yes. It was the second weekend in August at the latest. Um, so, yeah, it was at least three weeks, and I think it was longer. I think it was like three and a half to so, four. So, right. So so we keep having we keep having to – oh, sorry. No, it's like they don't know we have costumes to schedule around events. Come on. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and, and, and it's like there's all these secondary resources because pe- because the app is failing, right? There's the Dragon Con Parties website. There's this this you know well, like I said, this Reddit list. There's the Reddit user who did the uh, grouping of the uh, vendors um, by yeah. type. You know, there's all these people who are going out and crowdsourcing these things because the app is just failing to come through on time. That's all it is. Well, and the, I mean uh, the vendor hall. We'll talk about that later because that's. Like <laughs> I, I'm not going there this year. That's my one year. I'm not going. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so uh, so yeah, if you're looking for a schedule, uh, do not look for the app anytime soon. It probably won't be out until <laughs> literally the week of the convention. Um, but uh, like we've talked about, you can find um, the crowdsourced. Uh, 2017 schedule on the DragonCon subreddit, which is reddit.com backslash r backslash DragonCon. Um, and if you can't see the link immediately, um, the easiest way is is to just search for 2017 schedule or crowdsource schedule uh, in the search yeah. function on the subreddit, um, and it it'll it'll come up. Right now, um, it's on page two. Right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So right now it's on page two. So, and yeah, and it's hard because there's so much going on in that sub right now, obviously. Um, you know, if you don't want to look for it, just do a quick, do a quick search. It's super easy. Um, uh, photo shoots. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I haven't participated in big photo shoots much the past couple of years. I think I went to one last year or I went to one in a co- like in a costume for that photo shoot. Another one I went to just to see it. Um, but if you're looking for photo shoots, check out the Dragon Con group photo shoots Facebook group, which is uh, facebook.com backslash groups backslash decon photos. Um, the only ones I know of right now are 1 p.m. 
photo shoot on Friday in Hardy Ivy Park, which is uh, outside of the Hyatt on Peachtree. And that's a Game of Thrones mm. photo shoot. And then I know um, there's one on Sunday that's Feminist Icons. And that's also at 1 p.m. on and, Sunday at Hardy Ivy. And then we have um, the 100 Dragon Con mm. meetup uh, September the 2nd. So that's Saturday at 1 Um it's going to be the 100 we did last year. We have buttons. It's going to be cool. And then immediately after the photo shoot, we're going to the panel um, for the 100 actors. Oh, nice. So, yeah. yeah. I'm still working on my cosplay. I can't find it right now, but um, they do have a Google document that has, you know, a nice Excel spreadsheet, which all the photo shoots, all the times, every single day. It's very well laid out if you want to huh. know. Last year, I didn't have a strong cosplay lineup, and then I looked at the photo shoots page, and I'm like, oh, okay, I have a costume for that, I'll bring that one. I have a costume for that, I'll bring that one. So it really helps you out with the planning of your cosplay. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's in that group. It's in the... Like, and they keep it updated. Yeah, it, it's. It, I hate the way that they, they still have it named Dragon Asterisk Con. Which is not the legal name. Well, yeah, it's it's an unofficial page, right? So like, right. Dragon Con people, again, not on top of the shit. Yeah, it just kills me that people still refuse to get rid of that effing asterisk, you guys. Like, it was, it, it's, it's been a bad idea for a while. Get rid of yeah. it. Uh, and, and it's been, it's been not part of the name for a while. Get right. rid of it. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, again, it's facebook.com backslash groups backslash decon photos. You can also just search for it on Facebook, dragon asterisk con group photo shoots. And the pinned post is the link to that Google doc. So, I mean, there's like, there's a huge wonder woman photo shoot, um, got at nine thirty Friday morning. Don't ask me why I guess Ugh. wonder women get up super early. Um, I know the battle star one is always Sunday morning at 10 on the steps at the back of the Hilton. Um, there's also the big, the really, you know, there's the game of Thrones one at one o'clock on Friday at Hardy Ivy. And there's also a really big game of Thrones one um, Saturday. Uh, and that's like Saturday and that's at the Hilton on the steps. And that's like Saturday evening. I want to say five or five. I think it's five, five, no five. six. It's a six. Oh, wow. Year. That's really yeah. late this year. But I so, think that might be the only one I can make this year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I won't be making that. Um, so yeah. And, and, and there's too many to like actually list. Um, but they, looks like. <laughs> yeah, but they've got a whole ton of them, um, you know, on that document in the pin post in the dragon con group photo shoots, Facebook, uh, yeah. There's a Princess Leia photo shoot. That'll be neat. Aww. They're also doing a Carrie Fisher tribute. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they did one of those at San Diego Comic Con. I didn't get to see it, but um I don't I don't think I could. I don't think I should. I'd be crying. Yeah. That happened oh. to me after um Monty Um died from Ruby. I couldn't go to the photo shoot right that I was dressed up for. I was just like, yeah. I'm gonna start crying and it won't be bad. <laughs> um but yeah, so so that's the group photo shoots page. Um, <clears throat> other stuff. Uh, so this is kind of like a tips and tricks. Um, the the big thing is like avoid con crud. At the very least, avoid getting sick at the convention. Uh, if you haven't already, start taking your vitamin C and multivitamins now. Uh, you can do and or, but personally, I think that at least two weeks before the convention, if you can start taking both multivitamins and vitamin C, if you don't take one or the other regularly, uh, you should, um, like, before this convention. Uh, I that's, think um, uh, they're called, like, 
cold effects or uh, there's like a knockoff brand that I usually take, but it's, you know, like cold cold, it's immune booster. I take mm-hmm. those at cons and it, you know, usually I'm safe if I do that. And if I don't, <laughs> not so safe. The one thing I would suggest, um, yes. the, the airborne is the best known version. I can't stand the powder stuff that you put in water. Like I, yeah. I mm-hmm. it closes me out so much. Like I've, I've forced myself to drink it at conventions and stuff so many times, but I, I hate it. Um, it's like gag reflex for me. Um, so I recently, I looked into the gummies instead. So I was at CVS and I'm looking at the gummies and there's like, you know, four different, four or five different brands. And there's the ones that are like, if you're already sick, you take these. And I, since I am already sick, I was looking at those. And then there's like prevent sickness. You take these. If you're already sick and want to prevent getting sick again, take these. There's so many different kinds. So I'm looking at all of them and I'll be real. The um, off brand ones did not have as much vitamin C. It was the same serving amount and like, yes, it's, it's, you know, five, six bucks less, uh, for the jar. Um, but it's like, and, and they have, you know, let's say it's, it's 50 or 60 gummies instead of 45, but they, in a serving of three gummies, it's like 500, um, milligrams or whatever it is of vitamin C versus the emergency one is like a thousand per right. serving. So for the same serving amount, you're getting less um, of the vitamins that you need. So really like look at those labels and pay attention because like the off brands, yes, they are totally worth it. Uh, like the, the powdered stuff, the CVS powdered stuff, that's the same thing as airborne. It's the exact same thing. Um, but like the, the, the gummies definitely weren't. So definitely be careful about what, and also the ones that say prevent or the ones that say um, to like ease symptoms or whatever, they didn't have the vitamins. They were just like medicated gummies. Uh, and they're in the same like thing. So you think, oh, this is like, if I'm not feeling that great, but also want to have the vitamins, it'll do that for me because it's it's right in the middle of all these emergency like prevent getting sick gummies. No, no. They just like help with the symptoms that you already have. Very, very questionable. Uh, on the subject of... Um- um- pills and whatnot. Um, I, I work nights. So one thing I do take a lot of is vitamin E, which is your, you know, it's basically what you get from the sun. Hmm. Um, no vitamin D, sorry. Yeah. Vitamin D, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it really makes a difference. I find that if, you know, for a dragon con, you're staying up all night, not necessarily, uh, sleeping Getting outside. Early, yeah. All that stuff. You're caught working on your cosplays beforehand that I do find really helps you in the morning, keeping you kind of in check with your cycle, I guess, is you, you vitamin D helps. Um, oh yes. And protein bars is another big thing is there. You're probably yeah. not eating proper protein while you're at yeah. your and protein gives you a lot of energy. So I always try to pack a few protein bars. Usually I just eat one in the morning and it'll uh, give you at least a daily dose. Like snack wise nuts are a lot of different. If you're not allergic, obviously a lot of different types of nuts. <laughs> Uh, are really good for pro- like like um, really pistachios are one of the best they for what they pack in protein and fiber and other vitamins um, they're expensive but yeah a plus plus um, also protein I'm not sure a lot of people like have feelings about protein shakes um, you can buy Premier Protein they're like this big I drink them for breakfast in the morning because I like I'm always late for work um, <laughs> down the road but they're the chocolate ones are really good the vanilla tastes like butts but the chocolate <laughs> <laughs> you can pick them up um, in grocery stores, Walmarts, whatever, and it's like 30 grams of protein, like two grams of sugar, 
and it's mostly milk protein. And um, also I discovered that there are these things that are, um, they're milk protein chips and they're kind of gross, but they seriously, like they really help, like they're crunchy and they're salty. So that helps me with my cravings. Um, and there's like five grams of carbs or something in them. And that also fills me up pretty good too. Yeah. And that's the thing a lot of people don't realize is what protein is. Like when I used mm-hmm. to diet, I cut out protein as well when I'm trying to lose weight and then I'm like hungry all the time. Mm-hmm. And then my newest diet is cutting out carbs and filling it with protein. And it is so much healthier for you. Yeah. It, it, it's great. The, the, ignore the protein fat content. It's, it's good fat. Yeah. 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 Don't do, don't do low cal or low carb. Yeah. You will regret it seriously. Well, low, low protein is big for if yeah. you, um, like if you have crashes, it's yeah. protein that is going to help you not, sh- not sugar. It is protein. That's going to help you come back yeah. from those crashes. Yeah. Um, drink a lot of water. Seriously. Yeah. 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 Uh, the water in Atlanta is really like not that bad either. Like it's, it's, it's city water. It is what it is, but it's not Florida water. So there's oh, that. come on. No. <laughs> I hate Florida Rainbow water. water is delicious. You yeah, yeah. I've, I've been lucky. I've lived places with great water like all my life, but Florida water is so gross, guys. It's just gross. It's not that bad. Because um, <laughs> you haven't you lived here water. forever. Yes, yes, you yes. You don't want to lose a day from a hangover. So drink your water, eat your meal. Yeah. And also, you know, buying all the sanitary items and all these other pills, vitamins and stuff beforehand, because some places are evil and mark them up. I mean, CVS doesn't, but CVS gets raided hard on the first day. So Mm -hmm. you're going to walk into barren shells. They cannot stock those fast enough. Yeah. Don't take anything for the first time at Dragon Con. You don't know how your system can react to stuff. Like, yeah. Um, Never taken. This type of pill before, maybe not. This, yeah. Maybe do it now and see how you react. You don't want to have a bad reaction at Dragon Con. Along with the, um, along with the like vitamin C and multivitamins, um, my big thing the past couple of years, and I forgot to last year for Dragon Con, but I think, no, I think our other roommate who normally brings it forgot to um, bring antibacterial push hand soap. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like dial yeah. antibacterial push hand soap, um, hand sanitizer too. If you're so inclined for bringing around with you, you know, heck, I like to bring the day. toilet paper because I hate hotel toilet paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did that too last year. Was very- <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, the 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 push antibacterial hand soap is like a huge thing for me. Uh, like, I'm really weird. I, I don't want to say I'm OCD because I don't actually have OCD, but I am like very weird about my hands feeling dirty. Like even if I mm-hmm. hadn't touched anything after like an hour or an hour and a half or so, I'll start even if it's hot out and everything. Um, even if I've been careful about touching like handrails and stuff, I, I start feeling gross and I'll walk into a bathroom just to wash my hands. Um, you know, so just keep washing your hands. And uh, Becca, I think you were you the one who added Lysol wipes. Yeah, bring Lysol wipes. Also, this doesn't really have anything to do, but um, like, I really hate to say this, and this doesn't really need to be said, but please wear deodorant. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. Well, that's like also, the, also, the yeah, yeah, like yeah. shower. Like I know it's gonna be tough. I know it's gonna be hard. Like you can't eat and shower in the same day. Fuck it, you don't need to wear that costume. Like, please, for the love of God, shower. And eat. Also, um, you're wearing body paint. Seal that shit. Yeah, yeah, seal it, please. We don't want green handprints on our butts or on the walls or anywhere. <laughs> uh, speaking of green, because I'm going to be painting green. That's the reason why. Um, 
But no, bring Febreze with you. Um, also, Tide pens, bleach pens, um, but definitely the Lysol wipes, Lysol spray. Um, I'm going to say, I have actually gone to a con and discovered when I got to the con that my cat had peed in my suitcase. <gasps> oh, my God. What oh, boy. Oh Breaking boy. cleaning stuff. It, it's an idea because. Yeah. Like my, my, yeah, my travel tip, which I think kind of helps in some cases for that, I use it just generally when I'm going anywhere, is bringing uh, garbage bags or plastic yeah. bags to kind of segregate mm-hmm. some of your dirty mm-hmm. and clean stuff. Yeah. So that even if you're in a limited space, even if you only have a small space, and even if you have to put stuff back in your bag, you've got a way to segregate. So, and it's real That's, easy. Yeah. You just in a trash bag. Like it works anytime you're going anywhere, especially a con. Yeah. 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 Bringing, um, bringing like a, at least a handful of trash bags is, like I, I've been doing that forever. Um, the other, I, I think since it was 2013, I had a, my roommates were great, but there was one thing that they weren't great about. And that was, there was always somebody in the room when housekeeping came. So they kept turning them away to the point where all of our room trash cans, which of course are teeny tiny were overflowing. And then like, rather than call like I was hardly in the room that year. So like I would get back to the room and everybody would be there and had been there for hours except for me. And there's trash overflowing everywhere and nobody's called housekeeping to ask them to clean up. And it's just, uh, you know, bring, bring trash bags, bring, you know, Ziploc bags for your clothes and Mm -hmm. stuff. Bring, uh, you know, I usually just pack like grocery bags Mm -hmm. to pack, just throw dirty clothes in. Um, if if you're kind of new to hotel life, uh, you just if you put your trash in the hallway, they'll pick it up, no questions asked. They won't even knock on your door; they'll just pick it up. So, you but know, don't be trash. but don't be an asshole and just pile your trash. In the hallway. <laughs> put it in a bag. Put it in a bag. Yeah. Tie it up. <laughs> but, but once again, it illustrates the, that that. Yeah, it illustrates they're, they're multi-use. You know, these bags can be used for a lot of things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. like as a cosplayer, you know, you don't want people going into your room cleaning because it's like, no, don't throw that out. Don't move this stuff because yeah. the glue could be setting, what have you. Yeah. It goes wrong in cosplay. So I know a lot of time you don't want room service coming into the room. So that's an idea. Just, you know, bring your right. own trash bags, leave it in the hall. And what I did too, um, I've started, I kind of took bits and pieces from like Tara and from our, uh, another girl, Lauren, um, packing bags individually of cosplays. And then once the cosplay is done, put it all back in the bag again and seal it up. Like even tiny trash bags. Like that's what I did for Harley Quinn. I just, mm-hmm. you know, last year for Megacon, I just put everything in a trash bag and just like stuffed it on my suitcase and it was all there. Like... Yeah, I use the drawers. In the hotel rooms, no yeah. one ever uses the drawers. I'm just like, I'm getting rid of the suitcase. There's a spot in the in the closet overhead. Once you can empty your suitcase out, put the cl- suitcase up there so you, you know, clearing a pathway so you can actually get to your bed. <laughs> yeah, like I drive to DragonCon, so I just bring a bunch of like small-ish, you know, like couple foot long like duffel you know foot and a half tall duffel bags and each bag is one day's worth of cosplay if you're flying obviously you can't do that but they i mean honestly recent more recently for when i was going to comic-con i bought and it was amazon prime day happened like a couple weeks before comic-con i bought um those like uh, I don't know what they're called. They're like organizational things for suitcase packing. There's like a cubing, name for them. Cubes, cube like cube things. Yeah. But they're not like, they're not hard cubes. They're like little no, different size. Organizational cubes. Yeah. They're, they're different sizes and everything. And I bought a set of those and it was like the best thing I did for Comic-Con because I had underwear in one, bras in one, socks 
in one, you know, shirts in one. And it just like, I knew where each thing was at the beginning of every day. Um, so like if you're flying and you can't do a bunch of bags, then uh, you can buy those. And obviously like plastic bags or trash bags work the same uh, and are and generally at, at the time cheaper. Um, but these things are really nice in terms of, you know, keeping things separate and everything. So if you have the extra 30 bucks or whatever to spare for a and when I'm saying 30 bucks, then with that, you're getting a huge set, like probably 10 of the different size cube things. It's really worth it. Um, the cubes uh, coming in on Wednesday is a big bonus because if you have stuff that needs to be ironed, if, you, if you're thinking of, hey, I don't need it ironed today. I'll just do it the day of. No, it's not happening. Yeah. If you, if you leave your Saturday night cosplay to Saturday night to iron, it's not getting ironed. Yeah. Oh, ironing. Um, <laughs> Oh, go ahead, Andrew. I was going to say, this is like probably a hack that doesn't work as well for, for female characters cosplay. But, you know, one of my like secret hacks is to make backpacks part of my cosplay, you know, and therefore <laughs> use them in double duty for packing as well. But I mean, maybe that's me overthinking. Well, we do that for shoes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yes, yeah. Uh, the, the ones that I have, and there are a ton of different, um, you know, brand names there's even like amazon you know there's like an amazon version that are cheaper and stuff the ones i have are e-bags packing cubes um and i got a six-piece set uh for it, granted i got it on prime day so i got it for like 20 bucks right now it's 50 right. but like if you go with um the slightly there's travel wise is another one they're a little bit that might be the Amazon one. Travel-wise is one of the cheaper ones, um, but they still have good reviews. I mean, we're talking 1,300 reviews on Amazon, uh, and it's four and a half stars, and you get a five-piece set for 23 bucks. Um, you know, so there's there's a lot of different brands and everything you can look into. Um, Looking at it now, they're yeah, they're they're really worth it. Just be careful that the one the the sizes of the set you're getting are pretty good. Like the one I got because it was a prime deal, it wasn't necessarily the best sizes. Like I, it wasn't the ones I would have chosen otherwise, but, um, you know, it was worth it at the time. Uh, so yeah, those packing cubes are great if you're, especially if you're flying. Um, Southwest. Also, also randomly, I have heard via a friend who may or may not be a volunteer at Dragon Con that the app will be updated early uh, next week, and it was a yeah. sent that information. That information was sent out this morning, so I don't know if they mean early this coming week or the week. I think I think they mean next week because I mean that fits the like <laughs> four or five day timeline they were throwing out. So, um, yeah. so anyway, uh, oh, so so yeah. The other thing that we we kind of touched on. If you can do your shopping at home, if you're flying and you can't, totally understandable, do it as soon as possible. Like do it Wednesday if you're flying in Wednesday. If you're flying in Thursday, honestly, do it before you go get your badge because like I know that we've been to CVS like midday Thursday and they've been out of things. Yes. Yeah. Um, Many so, years I, that has happened to me. Yeah, I, and I and some of those things being like trash bags, solo cups. Uh, oh, solo, cup, solo cups are gone immediately. I mean. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, that's another thing. Solo cups bring from home if you can. Um, plastic, you know, uh, silverware. I, I, there's a word for it. Pl plastic utensils, whatever. Plastic yeah. utensils. Chine. Um, 
paper plates or bowls, you know, those types of things. Like if you can bring it from home, bring it from home. If you can't go to the CVS uh, or, you know, whatever closest place to your, per, you know, your specific hotel that sells that stuff, it's probably the CVS on Peachtree uh, and get it as soon as possible. Um, like really. Uh, so yeah. Um, other than that, I think, does anybody else have like other like tips or tricks stuff that we want to share before we get into really like specific dance belts 20- are selling for $23 on Amazon as well. Yeah. Sorry. The, the amount of memes I saw were just, were just, yeah. Outstanding. Oh, I, I laughed at this one comment of this guy saying, it's like, yeah, but if you get an erection, it really hurts. It's like, yeah, but if you get an erection, stand up soon, is that really what you want to be doing? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, ugh, dance belts are so. Also, this is everything. Okay, no, if, if 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 you don't know what we're talking about, a dance belt is a is a bra for your junk. To be, <laughs> to be, to be fair, I did not know before this year. I have just oh found out what this is. So. Really? Yes, this is my first year knowing. So uh, every yeah. every penis, every awkward penis part that you have seen as Spider Man. It's always Spider-Man. It's always fucking Spider-Man. So I feel like Deadpool, I feel like Deadpool, no, I feel like Deadpool can get away with no dance. <laughs> because like, no, I really do. Like if I saw, like if I saw somebody who was Deadpool and was not wearing a dance belt, I would be like, okay, like it makes sense. But Spider-Man, no, wrap it, please. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. If you're wearing boxer briefs and you think that's enough, it's no, it's not. No. Trust me. No. You could see every little bump and every ridge and every little vein. Don't do it, dude. Don't. I just that- remember there, there are children, so they're at that eye level. Don't. Don't be that guy. Yeah. Don't. Yeah, exactly. And that um, description, Becca, is probably why the uh, talk of this was banned from the official Dragon Con. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, we're not the official Dragon Con anything. Exactly. We're, we're a webcast full of people drinking. That's uh, true. At least for the most part. Are we all drinking? Are we yes. All drinking? This, yeah. I been drink, I've been kind of limiting myself um, for Dragon Con. Cause I've been on so many like different medicines, or whatever. But, like I'm drinking now, and I'm. Oh, it's Game of Thrones night, so you know, guys. Oh, oh and this, is also, this is also the night that I told Scott loves you that I was not going to be sober for because um, I heard spoilers, and I was like, I'm just gonna get drunk and pretend I'm not. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. Also, while I'm talking, another thing, ironing. Um, if you cannot iron your clothes, hang them up in the shower whenever it's running hot, mm-hmm. and it'll help release some of the wrinkles especially um, if you have if you have a wrinkle release spray the wrinkle release yes. on it and then hang it up in the bathroom for like yeah if you have people taking back-to-back showers that's the best time to do it because um, it'll take make, more than one 20 minutes makes shower. a spray bottle it's like this big it's like two or three dollars like you just spray it on there um hang it up in the shower and like shake it a couple of times not in the shower but like in the room and shake it a couple of times and then it's good so something to consider if you're you know if you wait and if, if, if you're worried about your fabric or you know you you made your cosplay and you don't know what heat it can handle just put a towel over top of it yeah good trick because you know there are some fabrics that you're kind of if you i've ruined a, a part of my cosplay ironing it and realizing oh this i don't want to do that put a towel on it yeah i burned i burned some stuff too so yeah, any anything else, guys? Before we get into, I think we're ready for panels. I think right. that's so. We're gonna talk twenty seventeen. Yay! Um, okay, so again, like 
at this point, I guess things are still technically subject to change, but I don't think they will. It's subject um, to change till you sit in the seat in the panel. Really, yeah, yeah. It comes down to it. I think the latest I've ever had anything change was like two weeks out. So I think we're probably good. Um, but uh, I, well, actually, I say that, and I think that my panel schedule might have changed slightly as of today. Um, we'll get into that in a minute. Uh, so Friday. Does anybody, because uh, because Andrew and I are both on panels on, on Friday, but does, does anybody else know of anything going on or anything you are scheduled because the app's not out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad it's not just me because I was I was no like I'm like because I was like I was like wow I should really figure out what the hell I'm doing for Dragon Con and then right? I saw everybody else was like oh the cons the schedule's not out and I was like. Oh, well. <laughs> okay, as a reporter, though, like, I kind of have to schedule everything around my interviews if I get them, which probably, you know, may not happen. But, you know, everything is literally scheduled around interviews for press. Yeah. And they should be finalizing those the next couple of days. I mean, I think 20, uh, 21st is the cutoff, right? We uh, know, like, the 15th was the cutoff for applications. Eight, the 18th the, was. The, Oh, is it the 18th? Okay. But the, the latest I've gotten an interview schedule was like three days before Dragon Con. Do you remember so, last year we were still waiting on interview schedule stuff and we never got him and we were like. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it, okay. So as press, um, this is just kind of an insight into press things for Dragon Con. You can be approved for interviews. You uh, Each outlet gets up to 10 requests, 10 interview requests. So if an outlet you can you can max you can max request you can request 10 interviews but depending on who you request they they may or may not be doing interviews at all they may say i'll do an interview but i'll only do it with major news networks which would be mm -hmm. like you know the local news like cnn is huge at dragon con you know you wouldn't think it but because they're atlanta based they are um that type of thing. So, or, or if they are doing interviews, it really could be like, a, a, a you know, we had 30 people request this person for interviews. We have time for 10 of them to interview, or we have a press conference that can fit 20 people who were the first 10 or 20 people. Mm. And that's how they do it. They do it by like, you know, who was the first ones, whatever. Um, so it, it's not, this isn't y'all, this isn't Comic-Con where, you know, what? interviews are, are like, that's, that's, that's the lifeblood of being press at com at San Diego Comic-Con is. Yeah, and you know, the application process for Dragon Con is a lot harder to get in than Comic-Con. Like, um, it's not for me, anyways. Look, well, looking oh. at the applications when I've been looking at Comic Con was easy. This one is more. They're, they're like asking all these, anyways. Uh, it 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 depends on what you're going for. Um, for press, it's it's. Uh, I guess it's more if you're if you're more of overall like a well-rounded press place. If you're more of a specific fan blog yeah. that is like. Well, no one. <laughs> yeah, area. You're still gonna have a hard time at Dragon Con, whereas at Comic Con, you're it's a lot. Yeah, it's 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 definitely yeah. It's it's definitely if you are a single fandom thing, like Podcast of Ice and Fire, for instance, it is much harder to get to to it is much harder to deal with the Dragon Con application than it is for Comic Con. Weirdly enough, however, as like a multi fandom like website, um, it the the Comic Con app is a lot more uh, stringent for press. Um, <clears throat> 
But the difference is you have to apply for Dragon Con every single year. And for Comic-Con, once you apply, you're good for, I think, two years. It could be three. I, I, I honestly can't remember. But the but thing is, like, once you're... As well, like, once they know that you've been approved, they're just like... Oh. Right. And, and once you're pressed for Comic-Con, you get a ton of press related emails about like press rooms that are happening and, and, and interviews and stuff like that. Like everybody that's pressed for Comic-Con pretty much gets most of those things. Not all of them, but most of them uh, for Dragon Con, like you can be approved as press, but you might not get approved for interviews and you could get approved mm -hmm. for interviews. And like last, like, like 2015, <laughs> I applied for interviews and got a whole bunch last year. We applied for interviews and got none. Um, and, this, you know, this year we applied for interviews, and who knows what'll happen? Why is my dog barking again? <laughs> and I think I heard the media director explicitly say, I mean, it, that there is a preference, you know, kind of a tiering, you know, where you know local media and mass media, in terms of like the CNNs and the local TV stations and radio stations, get sort of a preference in terms yes. of you know their dealings, you know, and that and that's, but that's also part of being part of a local event. I mean, this is important for Atlanta, and and so you know they try to prioritize local and then kind of go out to online. You know, they view the the more it goes towards online, the more it's periphery to their media strategy, I guess. <laughs> Well, at seven o'clock on a Sunday night, huh? Someone just rang the doorbell to the house here at seven o'clock on a Sunday. The Jehovah's Witnesses are not taking a break. <laughs> oh, it was Amazon. Oh, that cosplay piece you've been waiting for. <laughs> Whenever the doorbell, they get excited because you know cosplay. I I have something waiting for me downstairs. It was somehow delivered today. I don't know how. I think it's security just checked it in today. It was really delivered yesterday, probably. <laughs> every every um, time I come home and there's a package. Sorry, I've started to the point where I'm like declining down. I'm drunk now. <laughs> I every time I come home and there's a package on my bed, I just get unnaturally excited. And it doesn't even matter what it is at this point. I'm just like, one more thing I don't have to buy or have to yeah. make. <laughs> um, so, so yeah. Uh, anyway, like, we don't know what our press schedule is going to be. And we won't know probably until the literally the week of Dragon Con, um, which does, it for me especially, it sucks because I am on seven, possibly eight panels this year. Ooh, so. Getting started on what we do know about panels. I see. Um, Friday, Andrew is on the Westworld panel. Do you know what the name of it is off the top um, of your it's head? The, um, it's it, oh gosh, I have to look back. How the, how the Westworld was won. Yes, I, I'm pretty sure it's going to be a you know general overview, a look back on the season, and just talking about the themes of Westworld. There's one that's on um, Friday, and there's one that's on Monday. Um, so. I will be on no, that. I, I wanted to be on the Monday one. Uh, I actually, um, I actually applied for both, and I just got the Friday one. I applied for both, assuming I would probably get the Monday one, but I got put on other panels with the track. And I know that uh, this is the American Sci-Fi Fantasy Media track. The track director Kellen is great. Um, like I've known, I've known Kellen. You know, not like super well. Obviously, we're not BFFs or anything, but I've known Kellen and have been working with her as a panelist since 2012. Um, which, like. That was my first year at Dragon Con, and I applied to be on the single Game of Thrones panel that that track had that year. And I was nobody. I, this was before I was even with the Geek Theory. I was just a 
cause like a girl with a blog who I can't even call my, I, I couldn't have even call myself a cosplayer at that point because I literally cosplayed once before that dragon con. Um, and she took a chance on me as a panelist and I have been on panels with their track ever since. Uh, and it's always a good time. Um, even when it's not. <laughs> and, and, that, and that's also how I feel exactly the same way. They took a chance on me. I mean, last year they didn't know me at all. I didn't really have a social media presence and they put me on a panel went really well. I mean, luckily I won't have to deal with because there's a high fantasy track. Now I won't have to deal with the horde of show questions. Uh, sorry, <laughs> excuse me. The horde of book questions on the show panel. And yeah. there'll be a, a, a division, you know, here where that's in a separate track, which deals with both. But, um, you know, it's always that track has always been really great, and uh, Callan's been easy to deal with and very responsive. Um, so, so you're the Westworld panel right now is scheduled and shouldn't change. It's scheduled for 4 p.m. and that's in, I think it's M301, 302. Yes, 302. Yes, yeah. the same been in for the last three or four years. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's on the. Uh, lobby level of the Marriott maybe the lobby level of the Marriott yeah. um and then actually I'm on the panel right after that which is 5 30 p.m on Friday it's uh Valhalla calls it's for uh the history Ooh. channel show Vikings so it is a um kind of a recap of the fourth season so if you haven't seen all four seasons of Vikings, I do not suggest attending it because <laughs> there are some huge things that happen, especially in the fourth season that like, if you've not seen them, it's the show isn't popular enough that you would be spoiled for it. Um, should you watch the show? Absolutely. Cause it's freaking amazing. But mm -hmm. uh, you know, yeah, if you haven't seen through the fourth season, definitely don't uh, go to this panel, but um, you can watch uh, at least the first three seasons, and I'm pretty sure the fourth season too. It's all on Hulu right now. So if you have yes. Hulu, we've we've actually uh, we've been watching from the beginning. And I recently also started rewatching the fourth season, and I'll I'll finish my rewatch because I wanted to. The, the last episodes aired like earlier this year, so I I wanted to kind of recap it before before going to the con. So like there's other, um, and again, like I'm not going to get into the whole Friday schedule. Uh, uh, yeah, th th there's like we were talking about earlier, the, the crowdsource schedule on the subreddit. And, and also if you search on Facebook, it's, and ooh, the sci-fi media track is weird. It's like decon, SF, hold on, let me see if I can find it. No. It's Dragon Con, all one word, dash American SF and Fantasy Ampersand. American SF Ampersand Fantasy Media. That is the that is the uh, American Sci-Fi Fantasy Media Track Facebook group. So their their schedule is in there. Um so yeah, four PM Westworld panel, uh and and five thirty PM uh, Vikings panel are, are both on Friday. Friday, okay. And then um, Saturday we've got the season review for GOT, which should be pretty good. Yeah, that's at uh, 11.30. I've already seen people posting various places, like, are there going to be things? You know, like, <clears throat> and I imagine just based on the timing this year, that one will be probably standing room only at the at the end of it. Just yeah, and those, that's the, uh, what's the L level of the Marriott? What's the? Lo I think it, it, that's also lobby. It's where the Tolkien track used to be. 
Oh wait, so is the M level and is the M level cuz the M is M is different than L. Oh, sorry, M is marquee level. Oh, marquee level. Okay, so so American Sci-Fi Fantasy Media track is marquee level. Uh High Fantasy track is all on the uh lobby level. Yes. Um so yeah, Saturday at 7:30 um 730, uh, 7:30, 11:30, 11:30. I can't talk. Uh 11:30 in the morning. Uh, Andrew and I are both on the Game of Thrones season seven panel with uh, the high fantasy track. I'm, I'm so excited about that. Which, like, which, by the way, guys, this is huge. And I will say, like in all the in all the podcasts, and I've listened to like ESO, I've listened to Fifty Days interview. You know, one of the main justifications was is were for Game of Thrones because they were so. Um, frustrated with not being able to put book and show together and have those discussions. So as, you know, ice and fire attendees here, you know, it's very exciting to be able to talk about book stuff, even though it's no longer spoilers, um, you know, to not have to segregate those conversations out because that is all under high fantasy now, along with Tolkien, along with Shannara Chronicles, along with um, Wheel of Time. Yeah. There used to be a Wheel of Time track. There used to be a Tolkien track. So it's like, it's, it's the, Game of Thrones time. Is there a Harry Potter track? Uh, there's uh, a young no. adult. There's a young adult fiction track, and they handle all the Harry Potter stuff. That's where I'll be living. And yeah. and Hunger Games and ah! yeah. <laughs> Still, I know, I know, Hunger Games is done, but I will never not. I'll never not. Well, and I think uh, that's. Yeah. I think they're trying to put things together. That's the general consolidation of putting things together in one track instead of having, uh, you know, something that dies eventually, you know, and yeah. you have to redo a track. Mm. Makes sense. Makes sense. You know, a wheel of time track does not make sense anymore. Just saying. No. Um. So yeah. Uh, uh, so there's the Game of Thrones season seven recap panel on Saturday morning at eleven thirty in L. Uh, what is it? Uh, 401 to 403, I think. Yes, it is. It's three yeah, L, L401 to 403 at the Marriott. Um, now, Saturday at 10 p.m., you can catch myself and Chloe, who is the head of uh, marketing for Ice and Fire Con, um, mm-hmm. and one of our small council members now as well, on the uh, Looney Theories panel and i think it's more of like an activity than a panel or an event than a panel because uh while her and i and um brian are who is also a nice firecon volunteer are running the panel along with i think jennifer who runs the high fantasy track um it's not going to be just us sitting at a table there's going to be a an easel or a whiteboard at the front of the room where we will write down all of the crazy theories about how the series will end uh, from audience, from, from both ourselves and audience members, preferably audience members. But obviously if people aren't speaking up, we're going to have to step in. And you be said silly. this is Saturday, right? Saturday at 10 PM. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, Oh, you and I will be dressed up as Cersei and Elena. Oh yeah. The parade it's the parade is Saturday morning. Sorry. Side note. Parade is Saturday morning. It starts at 10 AM on Peachtree, uh, five or six blocks, I think, north of the Hyatt. Yes. Um, so, so yeah, it's at, it's at 10 a.m. that it starts. It usually goes by the Hyatt around, like, 10.20, 10.30 is when it starts going by the Hyatt. So, uh, mm. and, it, and it wraps up. 
I mean, when I was in the parade, it wrapped up by 1130. So like, uh, I know like Andrew and I will be, we will hopefully have our parade view room and having, be having our viewing party, uh, Sorry, invite only people. But wait, uh, what? Wait, your, your, your panels at eleven thirty. Eleven thirty a.m. Invite us? No, Becca, hush your face. I'm just not inviting anybody, any random person who's watching this webcast. Oh, I was about to be like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we're all friends here. <laughs> Is your panel overlapping with the parade? Not really. I will have to leave the Maybe room the about. End. We'll we'll have to leave the room about eleven ten. So which which is maybe a little bit before the parade would stop passing in front of the Hyatt, but not much. I'm not worried about it. Um, and also like if, if like, it's not like people can't stay in the room. Like as long as like Brian might be there, you know, as long as somebody who's staying in the room is there, other people can stay, you know, we'll just, Andrew and I will have to head out. Um, but yeah, so, so the parade is Saturday morning. And uh, if you have a room to view it, view it. Uh, but yeah, uh, or, or you can go outside and be, you know, in the crowds and that's really cool too. Do that early. If you got to go outside, go early. Yeah. Go super early. I mean like eight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. to get, to get a place where you can actually see things. Um, so anyway, Saturday, uh, at 10, after, after our 1130 AM panel, there's like this huge chunk of time where I actually have free time. Ha. <laughs> uh, and, uh, then Saturday at 10 PM. Uh, in the same room, L four hundred one to four hundred three. You can catch me and Chloe and Brian, all Ice and Firecon people, along with I think Jennifer, who runs the High Fantasy yes. track. Yes. I'll be um, in the I'll be in the crowd. Ow. Yeah, on, on the lie. Looney Looney Theories panel, um, which is going to, uh, you know, focus on like how the series will end and the craziest theory, or just not even just how the series will end, but just the craziest theories from the series, both, you know, book and show. I'm yes, hoping to, and, that, and that's important. It is show and book. They have yes. they, actually said that on various podcasts. It is show and book. Yes. And that, that's the, that's just like one of the first events ever where this has happened. So hallelujah. Finally, the day has come late, but it's come, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, so please, uh, yeah, please, please attend because I think also get it's. I know it's late at night, but I would still suggest getting there super early because um, I, I really think that these Game of Thrones panels, Game of Thrones Song of Ice and Fire panels are going to fill up. They always have before. Um, so, yeah, the, the earlier the earlier you can get there, uh, the better. And, and Ashley, you guys are going to the aquarium for the first time this year, right? Yes, we are Saturday night. Um. I've never been, so never I have been, nothing to so say can't, about it. Can't tell you how it is, but uh, there's, you know, there's fish. <laughs> well, we, we can do we can do a post con report on that. Yeah, That's yeah, just yeah, a reason yeah, to do yeah, a co- post con report on that. I know VIP tickets have sold out. They sell out early every year. Um, there's probably not going to be tickets. It's probably going to sell out before actually Saturday night. They always warn you. To oh, get- yeah, yeah. Honestly, if you want to go mm-hmm. to the aquarium and you haven't bought your ticket yet. Fire friggin' ticket. Don't be a jerk. Yeah. Uh, starting last year, it is only Dragon Con attendees there, so you don't have to worry about normies taking up space. Yay! Um, it's a big cosplay event, too. Like, if, if you have, like, some sort of fish-themed cosplay, that's... The semen! The place to go for it. And there's going to be competition this year. I'm not sure if I'm going to enter, but we might, because we're kind of... In good costumes this year for 
so yeah, so there's that. Um, when I, there is a bar, so of course you can get your drink on. Um, I have heard that weapons are an issue, like props. So if you are planning on bringing props, check if they're allowed. Because uh, for Dragon Con or for the aquarium? For the aquarium. Oh. Yeah, Dra- Dragon Dragon Con. I mean, it's still generally a little bit wild westier than yeah. Than they they, most they don't have a weapons check at Dragon Con, but if you're you know any offsite events, will have their own rules. So if you're doing any offsite events, make sure to check that before you just show up with a you know a perfect replica yeah. airsoft gun with an orange tip that doesn't always fly, even if it has an orange tip. So you know, definitely double check on that. Um, all right. So, so that's, uh, Saturday, um, Sunday, uh, I'm on a panel at one, uh, at, for the Apocalypse Rising track. So it's at the Westin. I, I gotta be honest. I haven't looked at the exact room yet. I'm bad, but it's somewhere. It, it's in the main Apocalypse Rising rooms at the Westin. Um, and it's Ladies Guide to the Apocalypse. So we're going to be talking about, um, generally like like leading ladies in apocalypse apocalyptic shows and books which would be like Katniss and Clark from the 100 mm-hmm. and uh the, some of the ladies from the walking dead that type of thing but we're also going to be talking about like fun tips about how to survive the apocalypse as a lady uh and joking about probably personally I'm excited to joke about how like these women in these movies and shows always look like totally like made up and perfect even They're when they look, even yeah. when they look dirty they're perfect like who the fuck has time to pluck their eyebrows during the apocalypse like Like, there's there's always big razors around there'll always be a big razor yeah yeah so uh so yeah that's that's i think that's going to be a really fun panel and i think that it could use some good like audience participation so that'll that that's a plus um this is one o'clock you said on saturday sunday sunday Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. And the Western is not hard to get to. I know a lot of people complain about anything that's not in like the Holy Trinity, but it's like the uh, West- I would <laughs> rather I would rather walk to the Weston than the Hilton. Yeah, because uh, walking to the Hilton involves having to walk through the Marriott and then down the tunnel to the Hilton and then finding whatever the f you're going to at the Hilton. And, like, and mind you, now that the Hilton's back escalators are gone. Mm. By the way, the traffic will be much worse through the Hilton. Yeah. Well, the, in the past, the the Hilton used to be nice, have a nice lobby where you didn't have to deal with the elevators if you wanted to get around it. Not anymore. You got to wait anymore. for that elevator line. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, uh, so that's Sunday at 1. And then Sunday at the Andrew and I are on uh, Game of Masculinity, which is like a panel about toxic masculinity in Game of. I Thrones. wanted to get on that panel. I, well, they, I honestly, they wanted a guy. I honestly said I was a backup, and then I was like, "All right, I'll t- I'll t- I'll take this." But I- I'm glad I'm with Tara, I'm so we can play each other. Yeah. Yeah, you, you hear you hear us bitch all the time, so I know that you you'll bring my spirit with you. I, I will summon the <laughs> Ashley San spirit. You know, it'll be it'll be there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, actually, just come to the panel because, like, I, I mean, I don't, you know, none of these panels, um, the only panels I'm on that have specifically had, like, had a moderator named are the ones with Apocalypse Rising tracks. So, like, uh, if there's no moderator named and nobody else wants to step up, I'll step up. And yeah, not I, it. But, but I would hope that 
any other person who would step up would be like me and that it's like panelists introduce yourself and kind of talk about things for a few minutes, but then you turn it over to the audience because in fan panels, it's the audience and the questions that you get from them that really drive the best conversation. Yes. Um, it's like, like with that topic, especially people like, oh, it's just feminazis talking about this. It's like, no, this is affects the men too. Like yes, it's not yes. masculinity. It, you know, yes. it, it harms them. No, yeah, I, yeah I really there's so much to push that narrative as well because, no, poor Sam. <laughs> yes, poor, poor Sam. <laughs> poor uh, Renly, you know. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, like seriously, like it doesn't matter if you're on the panel or not, please come to the panel. And, and again, as with any Game of Thrones panels at Dragon Con, please get there early y'all. Like, and when I say early, you don't have to line up an hour before, but I would honestly plan on being outside of the room 15 to 20 minutes before, um, you know, there will be a, I, there will be a line. There was last year and the year before at least. So I, I would, I would plan on that. Uh, so if a panel starts at two thirty, plan on being, you know, outside the room in that general area by two fifteen, and, and asking to make sure there's no line already formed. Um, late night I, panels plan even longer. Make sure you get there an hour before for late night panels. I know yeah. that, um, that for the hundred, the first year I went, it was a forty-five minute wait. Well, and that was, but that was the actual. Oh yeah, I'm talking about fan. Never mind. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Fan panels are you like usually you don't have to actually go sit outside and wait for fan panels, but the last couple years, really, I think the last three years, that there have been lines for Game of Thrones fan panels. There's just there's not enough of them compared to the number of fans of the show. Sadly. <laughs> That's that's what it is. Yeah. I mean, fortunately, these are, once again, these were the former Tolkien rooms, so it is a bigger <laughs> room than the American sci-fi media, and it's 100% bigger than the Fantasy Lit, which had a lot of these panels before on the show side. So, well, it's like I looked online, and uh, if you look at the meeting, the meeting, like, document on the Marriott website, the full, like, uh, theater or whatever seating, like the big, the big, the largest number of people you can fit in these rooms is less than the, the, the combined three rooms that high fantasy has is actually a lower square footage and lower number of seats than the American sci-fi fantasy media two rooms. I, and I, I saw that as well, but just having gone to the Tolkien events and having seen how many people they put in there, it just doesn't feel like okay. that's accurate. But I mean, my, I, I don't I mean, we'll see this year what they, okay. what, you know, they, they get away with. So, okay. Well, that's good to know. Um, so yeah, so that's Sunday at two thirty in the afternoon. Game of toxic masculinity, uh, and then I'm actually go ahead, Ashley. I was just saying it should be a really good debate. No. Oh, it's two yeah. and two. It's two guys and two uh, two guys and two uh, women. So it should be pretty pretty even. Yeah, and and <laughs> um, yeah, it should be a good debate. And uh, this is why I'm kind of hoping that whoever steps up to the plate in terms of being a moderator is like willing to control uh, the crowd because that can be an issue on some of these channels. Um, it has been in the past at least. Uh, like I, I've, I've absolutely had to talk down an argument between a drunk belligerent 
uh, attendee and another attendee, like drunk belligerent attendee who had the total right ideas and beliefs and other attendee who was sober, uh, but also like saying that rape as a plot device was totally okay. What so, the fuck? Yeah, yeah. So, well, you know, it was no. This was year. This was 2014. Oh my god! Uh, it was, I was to be like 2014. It was yeah. It was. Was it this was... when Tyrion was a feminist? <laughs> yes, it was a Tyrion Sansa conversation, and I wasn't even the moderator of the panel that year, and I oh had boy. to like, I had to like some. I was like, ah, no, we're not gonna do this. We're not gonna do this. No, 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 no. <laughs> Um, people, so yeah. people are you know. It's good to be passionate, just not just not confrontational. You know, Don't everybody's be an asshole. passionate about your fandom, but just know that you know there's a limit, and you got to turn it off at some point. Y'all, I just want you to know that my dog is so cute right now. <laughs> we have a nice crotch. <laughs> what? Oh, <laughs> that's rude. She no. The last time I was on a webcast, somebody called her um, a stupid fucking Mad Max dog. I lost. <laughs> No, like, because I named her after the Splendid and Garrett. Did not. Did From Mad Max. And honestly, she's. I don't know. Because remember, I want to call her Cheeto, Tara. Yeah. I was like, nope. Yeah. Um, no, we love Splendid. She's the sweetest. Except for my dogs, who are better than every other. I will fight you. <laughs> I will fight you. I'm drunk enough that I will fight you. Um, okay, so that's Sunday. Uh, yes. No, no, I'm sorry. One more thing on Sunday. Um, I'm on a panel at 5.30 Sunday evening for The Defenders, like Netflix, The Defenders, uh, which just... How is that you know, show? It's good. I liked it. Uh, it's not amazing. Yeah. Uh, it's a it's it's a little it's a it's a little too much Daredevil and a lot too much Iron Fist and nowhere near enough Jessica Jones and Luke Cage. So yeah. you know, like the marginalized the marginalized characters, the woman and the black man were still marginalized. So that wasn't great. But uh, as a whole, like it's an enjoyable eight episodes. Um, <laughs> it's it's better. I think it's better than Daredevil season two, and it's fucking way better than any part of Iron. Fist which is like just I, I had to like force myself to finish watching that so um, my dad refuses to watch any of the um any of the defenders characters he said he, he like he watched jessica jones and then he watched a bit of daredevil and he like refuses to watch iron fist and my dad's basically Juan swanson for anybody who's watching he's basically ron swanson very conservative <laughs> but the only the only character that he really likes and he actually cares about is luke cage and he's like, he's like, if he's not in the Defender series, I'm not gonna watch it. I was like, he's definitely in there. Don't worry. <laughs> so the main thing that I left the Defenders left me with is realizing that Jessica Jones is so much better than all the other series put together. Oh my god! Mm. Um, <laughs> like honestly, Jessica Jones is way by far the best. Uh, Daredevil season one and Luke Cage season one are about even. Luke Cage felt dragged after a while. Like it, I enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Luke, Luke Cage. Luke Cage and Daredevil season two suffer from the like the episode eight ish to ten ish doldrums mm. uh, where they get really boring for a few episodes around that you know time. Um, like I I personally prefer Luke Cage slightly over Daredevil season one just because I identify more with his character as as like a super Hufflepuff. Uh, <laughs> and also the music in Luke Cage is fucking it's just amazing. It's amazing. Mm. Um but yeah no Jessica Jones is by far the best. Um Iron Fist is fucking horrible and like <laughs> 
is I, I started I, liking that series at first, but then it just kept going. So going and going. <laughs> yeah, <I laughs> this like is a movie I want off. Yeah, I didn't like it at all. I don't like it at all. <laughs> So yeah, so Defenders is pretty good. I'm not. I don't want to say anything because I know not everybody will have you know seen it at this point. But um, but yeah. So 5:30 p.m. on Sunday with American Sci-Fi Fantasy Media. So it's going to be in like Marriott, uh, you know, 301, 302, the marquee level. Um, I'm on their Defenders panel, and then Monday. Are you on anything on Monday, Andrew? I, I don't seem at this point. I think I'm a backup for one, for but uh, at this point, I'm not confirmed on anything on Monday. Yeah, Monday. Um, the only one I am 100% for sure on, I am out on the 100 fan panel at 1 p.m. What? Uh, yeah, so it's like it's like a panel for fans of the 100. So I'm the moderator of that panel. Uh, it's at the Westin because it's with the Apocalypse Rising track. So that's that's the one panel that I'm like 100% for sure on. Um, today I got, or, or last night I got an email from Jennifer who runs High Fantasy, uh, about a King Killer Chronicles panel. I saw that. Maybe happening at 1130 AM Monday morning. So that's, that's a pretty strong, maybe like at this point, I think she has enough people to make it happen. Uh, we don't know what the theme is going to be. It's, it's not going to be in the printed program and it's probably not even going to be in the app at this point. Um, oh, cause she, what? she had like a last minute cancellation or something, but how does one go about getting panels? Because I feel like a blade itself panel is due. Like hmm. I haven't seen one and that's a really big fantasy series. And I feel is like- it uh, anime blade itself or blade? Oh, like blade, like, like, Oh, Blade yeah. is an urban fantasy, I think. Blade is yeah. an urban fantasy. Yeah, there's some... Never mind. We're talking about the Joe Aber fantasy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah Joe like, is, it, is, it, is it books or anime? Like, I, I don't know it. Oh, so. High fantasy. Oh, it is. Okay. Um, well, I about Wesley say... Snipes, right? No no, Snipes. no, 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 no. She's talking oh. about another... I haven't, I haven't read it. Um, oh. we'll, we'll... I'll talk we'll talk afterward because uh, like if there's if there's never been a panel about it and you want there to be the best way is to contact the track director directly <laughs> um so but but i mean like if you want to just generally be on panels like here's here's the sad thing about dragon con they they do not publish a panelist application yes um Almost every other convention does that, including San Diego Comic-Con, y'all. But Dragon Con is, excuse the gender, you know, the gendering of it. It is an old boys club. Uh, so, yeah, without, without the boy, you know, with, with many of the track yeah, directors being female. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So excuse the, excuse the gendering because, you know, it's, it's – but the general term, it's an old boys club. It's an old people's club. Uh, right. And I'm not talking about age. I'm talking about these people have all been doing it for a really long time. And it's not that they're like, – like a lot of them are super open to bringing in new people, but you have to contact them. Yes. Like, except Literally, except for American Sci-Fi Fantasy Media Track, I don't think I've ever seen a track post a panelist application in their group mm-hmm. on Facebook or on their – like I found the American Sci-Fi Fantasy Media one on their Dragon Con webpage years ago, you know, in, 20, in 2012. Um the other ones like don't even update their pages. So 
good luck finding it there. So like, and, and they don't put it in their Facebook, you know, on their Facebook pages or in their Facebook groups. So it, it's, it's really hard to find the way to be a panelist. It's not hard to become one. It's just hard to figure out how to do so, which and, is very frustrating. And like Tara said, I think the key is to contact them directly. And, mm-hmm. and I will say like with high fantasy, since it was the new track this year, you know, she went out and did, make the Facebook page and send out some requests. And yeah. but some of those panels, like uh, were even suggestions I had, like I had even suggested one about the, the, the mm-hmm. women's issues and the masculinity or some, something about that, because, you know, I said, that's one of the major things I identified as needs to be talked about and is relevant to today. Yeah. But even with that, like I saw that post and even with that, it was more like a general, Hey, who would be interested in this track? It wasn't even like a outward, Hey, who wants to be on this track? Like yeah. it's very mm-hmm. much enough to, right kind of you know read between the lines you you, yeah you you really have to be um uh what's the word that i'm looking for forward thinking is is gary uh, no 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 proactive 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 proactive. thank you andrew i I was like that word was (laughs) yeah i got it uh so yeah you have to be super super proactive uh in order to be considered to be a panel in order to be a panel just generally not even to be considered like and and actually, I mean, one of the one of the panels that were on the the Looney Theories one, like I would have, like I, I would have said, like, hey, Ashley, be on this panel with us. But I knew you guys were going to the aquarium, so it was like, you know, obviously, I, you know, not going to interfere with that. But um, but yeah, it's get being a panelist get, or getting to be a panelist isn't super difficult. It's just the lead up to you know how how you get in touch with the track directors and everything. I was super lucky that I wrote uh, a couple articles about Dragon Con the pa- within the past uh year or less that ended up with uh you know some track directors actually contacting me and saying like we don't want to be like this old boys club. We want to, you know, we we need new blood. We want new blood. Um so and 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 I do think that with the slow but very, very gradual growth of the Facebook groups and Facebook pages for all the different tracks. I do think that within the next five years, it will be kind of almost commonplace for all the tracks to have all or at least most of the tracks to have like panelist applications that are readily available to anybody. So hopefully, hopefully the future could hold, you know, this is that we have the technology to make a universal panelist application where, you know, you express general interest and it is sent out uniformly to any track you have interest in, you know, to express, hey, contact me because I might want to be on one of your panels and give a better pool instead of having to kind of scrap around at the last minute, as many panels do. And in all different tracks, having to find people at the last minute who may not really be as invested in the, the property. Yeah, I, I I think that's a long time coming. I'll be completely honest, Maybe. but uh, and and I, I think that's going to be the one last like holdout that Dragon Con kind of like refuses to <laughs> do. But anyway, so um, next up, because I, I would say I would like to end this. I would like this to be definitely no more than two hours long. Uh, cosplay. What do we think will be super popular this year? Um, <laughs> my list was. Rick for Mick and, Rick and Morty, specifically versions of Pickle Rick. I mean, how cool is it to just be a pickle? Uh, Yandu, Yandu Poppins, which I've seen several of at other conventions. Um, so I think that's going to be big. I think Suicide Squad Harley Quinn is still going to be up mm-hmm. there. Lots of glow. 
uh, I mean, I personally am cosplaying Glow, so, you know. Uh, and also tons of Wonder Woman and Amazon, you know, gen generic Amazons. Um, and my, also maybe some Moana, uh, specifically Tafiti, because she seems to be the most popular. Uh, I mean, really, she's the easiest to do because you can just paint yourself green and you're not being, you know, racist. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then Handmaid's Tale, I think we'll see a ton of handmaids, maybe some wives. Princess Leia. Mm. Yeah. 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 Jen or so. Maybe I think we'll see. I think we'll see Jenerosa, but I think we'll see more Princess Leia just because of yeah, yeah. I mean, Disney is always popular. You can never really go wrong with Disney. Yeah, yeah. Yuri uh, on Ice is still popular. It's still big. Did you say Yuri on Ice? Yeah, <laughs> 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 listed on mine. I don't even really follow, but I was like, yeah, if you're into anime, it's a big one. It's yeah, huge. yeah, yeah. Um, My Hero Academia too for anime. Of course, if you see a costume and you don't know what it is, just assume it's anime. anime. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what everybody does. Like, if you see a costume on anybody and you don't know what it is immediately, just, okay. It's anime. Fine. It's anime. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. That's how I am. Um, anybody else thoughts? Uh, yeah, I pretty much agreed with everything you said, Tara, except for I'm adding in Overwatch, uh, maybe some yeah. Spider-Man. And I know there'll be some Femme Doctor Who out there. I yeah. really think that'll be out there. A lot of marvel dc because of all the stuff coming out it's kind of reiterating um i think uh dis like i said disney is always a big thing uh stranger things more of that especially Woo! since dropped and people are gonna be doing that yeah um, i think a lot of uh possibly is there any big Actually? anniversaries this year Yes, mm. but uh yes but i don't remember them right now but there are some <laughs> big universe uh anniversaries yeah, I don't know what they are. If, if there are, I, oh, Buffy. I think Buffy is. Yes, Buffy 25th, is having a big thing. Twenty fifth. Yeah, I want to say it's the twenty twenty fifth. It could be twentieth. It is the twenty fifth, I believe. No, okay. wait. no, it's the twentieth. Yeah. Hold on, oh, uh, Buffy S the Vampire Slayer <laughs> uh, anniversary. Stargate SG One. That'll be. Big. Ah! Oh my god! I'm 20th. so excited, y'all. It is. It and, is. Oh the yeah. And the David Ten. Not the, sorry. Uh, Matt Smith is going to be there this year, so there's probably going to be a lot of Doctor Who for that. Ooh, yeah. Fortieth yeah. anniversary of Star Wars. Mm. Oh. Yeah. I guess I always forget. Like I forget about the Star Wars, or not forget, but like I went to Star Wars Celebration, so it's like ah, uh, Star Wars. There's always lots of Star Wars, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, it, 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 Star Wars is well represented at Dragon Con. When you have your own track that will never be taken away, that is yes. permanently locked down in perpetuity. Thank you, Disney. Well, you know, I, well, I mean, honestly, it could have been taken away, or not, or, or there's no way. Other no, it could have been. It could have been. If it had gone the way of Tolkien, but it hasn't because it's been new Star Wars. Okay, I, exactly. yeah, I get what you're saying. okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah sure. like it, it, and and people when I I posted an article about the you know the disappearance of the Tolkien track, Tolkien and and um Buffy. Buffy or Weedenburst, Weedenburst, and and the Tolkien people were flipping out on me like, haven't you read his new books that came out? And it's like yeah, new books. Mm -hmm. You mean his son's new books that he's yeah. compiled from his or his notes from his dead father's notes, yeah, or or dead father's you know stories like. 
And that's I, fine. Be- yes, it is. It is new material. But it's not new material in the sense that it's going to make movies and TV shows and like yes, it's I done. I know though. The summer, uh, you know, they're talking about until, it. Talking until about until it. oh god, I hope dies. not. Until he dies, that will not be a thing. I mean, yeah. I think, so anyway, I think they tried to like they tried to hold them off of the Hobbit movies because they were like, yeah, Silmarillion, yeah. And we were like, no, 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 no. How did Hobbit instead? Sounds like a good idea. Because I read the Silmarillion when I was like, I don't know, 12 or something. And my dad was like, what are you doing? And like, I'm reading a book. And he was like, no, you don't want to read that book. (laughs) (laughs) um, Speaking of uh, other cosplays, the Death Note might be bigger. Yes. uh, I'm very excited to see some Ryuks. I really am. Some Shigamis. And it's easy to cosplay if someone really wants an easy costume. Uh, did you say L was? Yeah, easy cosplay. Yeah. Actually, Nisa was one of my first cosplays because mine too. Pulled out my hot topic clothes and was yes. ready. It. You're good to I go. To, yeah, I'll have to show you. I'll have to show you mine sometime, Ashley. Because yeah. wild. All right. So, not to be rude, but I'd like to wrap this up. Uh, what are we all cosplaying? Somebody go first. <laughs> I, I, I can do it quick. And there's lots of thrones on here. I got the half <laughs> snow. I got the half snow in here doing Westworld for the panel, doing start catch them. You get to pair up with uh, Tara over there, you know, got a uh, something GOT, probably a little finger, you know, maybe something else. Party Jorah, another GOT, then Slytherin for the Yule ball. All right. Done. Okay. Becca. Okay. Um, all right. So let's see here. Thursday I'm doing Caesar Flickerman, Bunny Hutch. Um, I'm, so I'm basically reprising from last year, except for reprising, reprising, whatever. Um, reprising. <laughs> what, are you, what are you giggling at? Is it reprising or reprising? Reprising. Reprising. <laughs> I don't know why I said reprising. I've been listening to a lot of Eddie Izzard, okay? So maybe that's why. Um, so I have to actually get out my stuff. Um, yeah, so doing um, Caesar Flickerman. I'm doing um, Ivy's Little Monster, Harley Quinn. I'm very excited. Tara and I are going to be uh, doing that. Uh, again together but we've kind of made some upgrades so i'm very excited about that um including my shorts that finally fucking got here um Mm -hmm. doing star wars rebels hera girl gang so i'm going to be doing hera girl gang um i'm doing echo from the hundred on saturday saturday night i'm going to be doing with it the deal with it me melena where she has the glasses um and i have a number one grandma pimp cop that i'm going to be bringing with me so if you're a job find me um and then Sunday, I'm doing Battle Maleficent from the 2014 Angelina Jolie movie uh, for the feminist icons. And then Sunday night, I'm doing Bellatrix for you all. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> all right, okay. Ashley. Yeah. I'm doing Joanna, Bunny Hutch version from Hunger Games. Uh, Friday, we're just doing a generic uh, mermaid group, so it's more just having fun with makeup. Um, Friday night, uh, secret costume, which may or may not happen depending on the male situation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's why you didn't answer me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Saturday is I'm um, just doing the one costume because it involves body paint. It's going to be uh, eerie on ice, but it's an AU, so it's a kind of a fan version where he's a uh, king of the night. So I'm blue. Ooh. Um, if you're on Tumblr, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, then Sunday, during the day, I'm probably doing Food Wars, which is an anime. And then Sunday night, I'm doing Rowena uh, Ravenclaw for the Yule Ball. Yay! Go Keith! 
no, no. I don't I uh, I think cosplays, Keith? I'm like a prop for all of her cosplays except Sunday. That's the role of fiance. Yeah. He's cosplaying a fiance. He's cosplaying a cosplayer's fiance. So he's <laughs> Jareth on Sunday for Yule Ball because Jareth totally went to Hogwarts. And that's. <laughs> oh, yes. You'll get I more. So many people who complimented yeah. me. Can, on you, can you give him. All of us combined. Can you give him like Slytherin accents? Ooh. We have the technology. <laughs> yeah. We need to we need to give him Slytherin accents so that he is Jareth, but also like slightly Slytherin Jareth. Like I have a head boy pin. That's gonna happen. Yeah. Is it a good head boy pin? Yes, yeah, yes. Oh yes, yeah. I'm only Slytherin. I don't I don't delve in other technologies. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, oh, I don't mix houses. You are <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's the locket. most Slytherin thing I've ever heard. Get him a Slytherin locket. Because actually, for Rowena, I'm wearing the diadem. So if you can get him a Slytherin locket, that oh. works. So we gotta find that. Hmm. I'm sure we could Amazon Prime one of those. <laughs> of I'm gonna um, actually look it up. Huh? Over to Universal. Yeah. All right. So for me, uh, God, I have too many costumes, y'all. I'm doing a really like laid back, half ass uh, Liberty Bell from Glow for the pool on Thursday, uh, and then Thursday night is Effie for Hunger Games Bunny Hutch, and then Friday is uh, Poison uh, Suicide Squad style Poison Ivy with <laughs> Becca. Uh, Friday night is Team Casterly Rocket version 2.0 with Brian as my uh, James, a.k.a. Jamie. And Saturday, I've got a secret cosplay during the day, which, like, normally I would be, like, loose-lipped and reveal. But uh, after what happened last year, where my secret cosplay, I, like, ended up doing a photo shoot with it two months before, and my creepy ex's girlfriend yes. showed up as like a version of the same thing like Tyler. very very similar version of the same thing it was really fucking weird y'all so uh my secret cosplay is a goddamn secret cosplay i think two people, <laughs> two people know what it is right now uh becca's one of them keep your lips sealed uh and then saturday night I'm uh, Queen Bitch Cersei to go yes. with Becca's Deal With It Olena. And then Sunday, I'm doing Galaxy Quest. Uh, I guess Gwen during the day. The, like My hair is too long and too blonde, but I don't give a shit. Uh, eh. It's what good enough. That group? I, I love that movie. I don't even think it's a group. I think it's just Brian and I doing Gwen and uh, Jason Nesmith. Oh, nice. We had a few Actually, people who were going this. to join us, and then they kind of got, you know roped into other things whatever um i didn't do it because other people took all the spots i'm just like oh i guess i won't do that uh but yeah during the day and then i'm doing uh steampunk hufflepuff just a generic steampunk hufflepuff uh sunday night steampuff yeah steampuff so so yeah lots of cosplay I always say every effing Ooh. year, I say I am not going to do uh, <laughs> things like two costumes a day, and I always do it. So I've dropped like seven cosplays since I started from last year. <laughs> I was going to do Mrs. Packard from uh, Atlantis Lost Empire, and I also was going to be doing Bjork because apparently I look like Bjork. I don't see it, but uh, I think it's the eyes. Yeah. Scandinavian eyes. Y'all, I'm really drunk. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, anyways, those are our cosplays. Um, 
other stuff. Uh, we'll rush through this a little bit. Parties, Thursday, Marriott pool in the afternoon for, you know, drinks and fun. Uh, usually we show up around like one or something, uh, one or two. Uh, we're there for a couple hours. Bunny Hutch is Thursday night. It's at the Hilton this year. Friday, Zombie Prom is Friday night. Um, and my, like I said earlier, my buddy Adam of Level Up Events is DJing. Yay! Saturday. Uh, I have no idea. Some of us are going to the aquarium. Uh, we've got that Looney Theories panel that's at, from 10 to 11. So I kind of think we're not going to be doing any big parties. But I, I think that's it's Heroes, Heroes and Villains. Heroes and Villains. I don't know what night the Spectrum Party is. And I think I think Party 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 on Alderaan or Party for Alderaan or whatever it is is last, last party on Alderaan last is party on, on Alderaan. Saturday. Yeah. yeah, and that's that's uh, in I believe the Hilton. Okay. Hilton. Doctor okay. Who party this year too. Yes, it's on the same night as well. Uh, and then Sunday is the Yule Sunday. Ball, and also the St- the Yule Ball is at the Marriott. The Steampunk Party is at the Sheridan this year. Blech. Uh, like we went to the steampunk party last year cause it was at the Hilton, but nobody wants to go to the Sheridan. Yeah. Um, Andrew, you said the parties pages for yeah, parties page is good. Yeah. I'm not going to go through all the things on the parties page, but they update it pretty religiously and that, that's been a pretty good resource. So just go to that page. Um, that is, um, really, uh, Just beware though, that if a party that's listed there does not take place at a host hotel, meaning yes. the Sheridan, the Westin, the Hilton, the Marriott, or the Hyatt, that means that that party likely has a cover charge or yes. is a ticketed event. Correct. Um, and so, what- so I'm sorry. And a weapons policy. Yeah, and a separate weapons policy and or bags policy. Yes. Um, some of them don't even allow, like, anything bigger than a clutch purse if you're a girl, like that type of thing. Um, guests this year, I mean, honestly, I'm not a big guest person. Uh, they've got a lot of people from the 100 again. They've got um, – uh, John Barrowman is there for a couple days. Uh <sighs> There's a few people Matt's from Gal, like My- Michael Rooker, Sean Gunn are there from Galaxy, or not Galaxy Quest. God damn it, Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. Um, anybody else? So we got Stan Lee this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. we got, yeah. um, he'll be he'll be asleep by seven, huh? Oh yeah, is Nathan filling there this year? Yes. Yes. Then Alton Brown on Sunday, you know. Yeah. And Richard Hartman, I'm so excited to get to see him again. Oh, and, uh, yes, Alton Brown is coming at, at 4 p.m. on September 3rd in the twenty, the big West End Ballroom. I just want to um, – Becca had to mention Richard Harmon. I just want to say, <laughs> like, a, no, I'm – I like, I – honestly, guys, like, this is a serious moment. I'm really, really sad that Richard Hatch is gone. Um, yeah. He yeah. has been a Dragon Con staple for many, many years. A couple years ago, Brian and I joked joked with Becca and got her, you know, a Richard Hatch signed picture because she's obsessed with Richard Harmon, and we kept calling him Dan Harmon and Richard Hatch and stuff like that. <laughs> uh, you know, and and I'm just he's been Richard Hatch was a Dragon Con staple for God, I don't even know how long, um, but. I've yeah. like ran into him at parties. I've ran into him on the street. I've ran into him at restaurants. I've walked up and talked to him at his, you know, booth in the, in the uh, walk of fame. And it's like, 
it's not going to, Dragon Con is not going to be the same without him. It really, it really isn't. Um, whether or not you're a big fan or whatever, or a fan of Battlestar Galacta, it's, it's really not going to be the same without him. So um, that's, that's was really he, sad. Battlestar, I thought he was in Star Trek. He did like a Star Trek fan film, but no, he was, he was in the original oh. Battlestar and he was in the new Battlestar. Oh. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah. Anyway, uh, so those are guests, and other than that, I don't know. Uh, I think we can move to closing question, which is, what is your favorite Dragon Con memory to date? And how do you hope to top it this year? Oh, man, that's hard. Let's say watching what the neighbors with... (laughs) 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 Oh, my God, I forgot you were there. (laughs) <laughs> I was that was last year Friday night. I was so drunk. Like oh, I know <laughs> that was a crazy night. <laughs> uh, yeah. My, yeah. My, my, mine was mine was uh, waiting in line for the late night puppet slam, getting drunk with guys who do Walking Dead, and they gave me spoilers for the next season, which was awesome because I really <laughs> didn't care. Cool. And we were, they were like we were sharing we were sharing flasks. It was awesome. Like and you know it was, when was great. that? This was uh, actually last uh, last year. <laughs> Um, yeah, it was really, really awesome. Yeah. I kept the spoilers to myself because I, I do not pollute the environment. But you know, they told me a bunch of the things they were doing to troll people and and get people off the scent. It was really, really cool. I have to say, mine was my very first Dragon Con at the Mechanical Masquerade. There was this dude danced with me, kept trying to kiss me. He could not dance. <laughs> He kept trying to kiss me, and he did that dip thing, and I just kept leaning back. fell <laughs> <laughs> on the floor, and then this da- dashing gentleman came in and offered to dance with me, and it was a perfect gentleman. It was a great dancer, and it just, you know, was like, there you go. That's 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 how you ask a girl to dance. <laughs> that was good. No, <laughs> I'm trying to think now. I think probably, like, um, when Keith was drunk and he said he was going to go hunt down Richard Harmon <laughs> and tell him what I had said the night before when I was drunk. I'm, Lainey and Richard, if you're watching this, I'm so fucking sorry. Um, <laughs> but no, because I was like, I was like, I just want, I, I just wanted to push me down and put dirt in my mouth. And so, like, Keith and RJ were zeroed in on finding Richard <laughs> and telling him to put dirt in my mouth. <laughs> Um, and I was like, the whole time I was like, and then I was so worried that they're going to find him and they came back (laughs) (laughs) and they they came back and they were like, he wasn't there. And I was like, Oh my God, thank goodness. Um, I have a few more. And also running around the bar my first year with Danny Kay. I don't know if anybody knows her. She does Octavia. She was pretty old Danny. Yeah, you know Danny. I'm we sorry. all know Danny. I don't know if any random person watching. Anyway, but she had taken off her Octavia top because she got to go hot, so she was just in her jacket, and she was really sad because they couldn't find any of the, like, anybody who was also wearing 100 cosplays. So I went up to this one guy who was, like, he was tall, and um, he looked a bit like Ricky Riddle, Whittle, whatever the fuck his name is. And I was like, I was like, well, you took a picture with her! And I, like, I was really drunk, so I kind of shouted. I was dressed up as Megan Trainer, I think. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I was like, will you take a picture with her? And he was like, okay. And uh, yeah, so that was that was fun. I hope this year, because last year was kind of not great. 
Um, so I'm hoping that this year I'll be able to make some great memories. Also covering Nami in blue lipstick. That was fun. What <laughs> <laughs> one thing? Four more years. Yes. Four, Four, more, years. More, Four years. more years. Four yes. more years. Um, honestly, like it's really hard for me to pick one memory. Um, shit. I guess, you know, my first year at Dragon Con, uh, I got invited or I posted that I was doing a cer- a book Cersei cosplay in the Game of Thrones, you know, cosplay, the general Game of Thrones cosplay group. And uh, this girl, this wonderful girl, Kayla, found me and was like, hey, we're doing a, fo- a, Dragon- or a Game of Thrones photo shoot at Dragon Con. Will you be Kelly? our Cersei? Yeah, Kayla Kelly. Um <laughs> And so she was Joffrey. So uh, <laughs> if it like, honestly, I will tell you guys this much. If it had not been for her inviting me to be the Cersei at that Dragon Con Game of Thrones photo shoot, Ice and Fire Con probably wouldn't exist. Um, so it's it's like, I can't help but look back at that and be like, I, I remember going to that photo shoot and I was so hung because it was Sunday and I was so hungover from the night before, but I filled this Bubba keg like mug that I had with bloody Mary and like went to this photo shoot. And by the time the photo shoot was done, I was wasted. And then I'm just wandering around drinking as Cersei and people <laughs> like, I, I wasn't wearing a show costume. So there was no way that people should have known who I was but they did. <laughs> it's in character. Yeah. Like, they, like, I, I got called out as drunk Cersei so much. And this was 2012. So this was when there'd been two seasons of the show, I think. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Two seasons of the show. Um, you know, and, and don't get me wrong. Like last year, literally all of Dragon Con 2016 was my absolute, not just, it was my best Dragon Con experience ever. And it was definitely my best non ice and fire con convention experience ever too. Um, so I like last year as a whole Thor more years and all that stuff was just like having the random party in our room on Sunday night where like 60 people showed up and security got called on us. Like that was all amazing. Ah, yes. But like, but yeah, I just, uh, in general, like I can't, I always look back to my, my whole first, year at Dragon Con was amazing, but that that one situation where I was invited to be part of that Game of Thrones, you know, cosplay photo shoot as just a book cosplayer, like not some screen accurate shit, and and met, you know, people who I will be friends with for life and and met people who changed my life because they meant meeting them meant that Ice and Fire Con is a thing that exists. Um I, I just I don't know. Uh, I, 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 totally, I totally agree. Yeah, no, I mean, I met all you guys through through Dragon Con, and, and that yeah, was, that's, if your if your first year was 2013, like yes. I remember you like coming yes. up to us when yes. we were doing our uh our like Lolita superheroes photo yes. shoot, yes. and you're like, hey, that's Ashley <laughs> from Pocket <laughs> I Andrew, I met you because you were gently hurt. You were you're playing shepherd to very drunk Becca on Saturday night. You're like hurting. You're like, 
that small thing and I was like, it's a tall person. <laughs> like that's how I met you. That's how I remember you. And that's and that's the thing with Dragon Con. You just gotta go with it. You just gotta do, you know, hang out, make your leave yourself open to meeting people and yes. like you may meet people who are your best friends, you know, and that's mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, saying off on Dragon Con and why I love going back. Cause I always meet people that I just end up really enjoying. So Yeah, I I, I think that's kind of the best way to close this thing is saying like you no matter what like plan your dragon con out y'all like pick what you want to do put a list up like go on the app and you know sign up for the the panels and stuff but like leave yourself open to random changes because like if i hadn't kind of allowed myself to have those random changes if i hadn't gone with the flow at times i probably wouldn't have have met a lot of the people i've met today or or whatever um so so make your schedule and then be prepared to change it yeah yep on a whim yep. Um, yeah. also i i was in an elevator once with loris anyone else got any elevator stories the beat people boys i remember that <laughs> my underwear when we were doing that <laughs> he was in his loris in the elevator and now he's iron this that year that year it was um it was 2015 is my first year and um, I was kind of like, I was waiting for you, because you guys were doing Hodor, the Hodor fan, the Christian Nairn, where you guys the, the basketball, the basket case. Basket case. gives a shit about basketball, y'all. Anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, um, no, I was like standing off to the side, and he was like, hey. And I was like, I kind of sighed, I was like, what? And he's like, you want to get a picture? And I was like, I'm good. I was like, I was like, it's ten dollars, right? He's like, yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm just gonna hang out here. And he was like, so he took my camera when his handler's back was turned, and took a photo of us, and I didn't have to pay for it. And I'm just like, <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, I don't know. There's one elevator story, and Tara knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> and I'm never gonna say it out loud because, yeah, you know. yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I don't have. <laughs> I don't have any like famous people elevator stories. Yeah. I, I've, I've run into famous people on street corners and stuff. Yes. Yeah. Dragon Con. Um, uh, uh, oh my God. The mom and the guy friend from Buffy. I can't remember his name right now. The actor's name. Nick something maybe. I don't know. Uh, it, I, I've ran into a lot of people at Dragon Con. Um, but it's never... It, it's always just kind of been like a momentary reaction. It's never been anything super silly, um, which is kind of what I like about Dragon Con is that the, these actors and, and stars and stuff that go there, they really can be themselves there more than they can be themselves at other conventions, specifically San Diego. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, all right. So I'm going to wrap this up because we're already like just over two hours in length. But uh, thank you all for being on the webcast. And thank you to anybody who has been listening or is going to listen in the future. And uh, yeah, let us know if you have any comments or questions. You can tweet at me at a geek saga. You can tweet at Ashley at Ashley Cleggan. 
Blake Sander Clogan. And you can tweet at Becca at Starshine on Fire. And Andrew, you can't tweet at. No, don't tweet me. Just tweet. Go through Tara. Go through Tara. Just just go go through me and complain about Andrew. Just kidding. Uh, All right. So thank you guys so much. And yeah, have a great night. And hopefully we'll see you at Dragon Con in a couple weeks. If you see any of us, please say hi. We are all super friendly people. And as you can tell, we love to meet new friends. Uh, Because I'm pretty sure other than me and Becca, none of us would know each other if it weren't for DragonCon. Yep. Uh, Ashley and I are Ice and Fire. Conuga. Conuga. Yeah, Ashley and I are Ice and Fire Con. Becca and Ashley are Conuga. But me and Andrew are are DragonCon. Ashley and Andrew are DragonCon. If you count Ice and Fire wouldn't happen without DragonCon, you got the causal link. Exactly. Exactly. Um, All right. So have a great night. Thank you for listening. And uh, have a great DragonCon 2017. Bye. Bye. Bye.